No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcast contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the host are not necessarily those of the host. Discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Smack and Raw Podcast, episode two thirty-seven point five. Because we tried this last night and it didn't fucking happen. I am your host, the patron saint of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter, and I am here with my co-host. Obviously, Daddy Delgado didn't show up two nights in a row, so Katie is here to tie the score. For Pornhub Poppy 2023. Katie from the She Leads Showcase, how are you today? I'm good. I'm Katie good. Dot, Katie Kinsey Bay Bay. What was the one that you didn't like? Catherine? Catherine, yeah. You don't Stop. Like Stop. Don't put my government name out there like that. <laughs> and of course, I did this last night. Uh, her ex boss, to make it interesting, from the Smack Raw podcast, good friend of the show. You, he's been on a couple times before, and if you know me from Smacked Raw, then you know this man very, very well. He is the owner and the host of The Rewind, Mr. Kyle Tyson. Oh, and also 10-second reviews, which are fantastic. So. You guys are too kind. You're too kind. Man, just stop. Stop. No, actually, no, really, stop. This is way too long. Okay. No, for real, stop. Okay, sorry. Um, I'm going to do an abridged version of what we did last night for News and Rumors. I'm going to kick it off with What a Maneuver. So instead of getting into all of the the nuances about it, I spoke with Young Kings Wrestling, and they are going to give What a Maneuver until Monday to come out with a statement about what's going on. And if you want to know more about what's going on with What, what a Maneuver and you're out of loop, go ahead and Google it. Um, it, it. It has to do with the Liberty 76 clothing that they uh, promote tweeted, uh, yesterday but um a lot of people are leaving one maneuver because of this and i was told the young kings wrestling is going to give them no monday they haven't heard from monday they're going to shut down that store and look for a new place to put those black lives matter t-shirts up so stay tuned uh once they figure that out i will have that back as my pin tweet with the new location if there is one and we will be pushing those black lives matter t-shirts again because the money does go to a good cause that uh, i ask you all to support and finally after damn near a year of pestering him he finally released the nwo black and red version of the black lives matter t-shirt the same day that all this shit happens so hopefully that'll be up on the new store as well um triple h went on Stephen a smith and officially retired from in-ring competition due to the complications and everything that he had going on with his heart um which i'm sad about because i have been saying if Homelander Rhodes is going to come to WWE. The only fucking thing I want to see is Triple H bashes Skull with a sledgehammer. That's the only value he has to me in WWE. And that's not going to happen. But uh, in all seriousness, I, I went on a little bit of rant last night 
um, about the IWC because you guys are all, oh my God, Triple H, you were so amazing when before all of this happened, you guys were not that way, but you know, it is what it is. Triple H is amazing. So many amazing moments, so many great things, a hell of a career. He's already a two-time Hall of Famer with DX and Evolution will probably be a three-time Hall of Famer when he's inducted by himself, which he absolutely deserves because his singles career outside of those two incredible factions that he was a part of and ran uh, is immaculate in and of itself. Uh, One of the Mm -hmm. best talkers, wrestlers, minds for the business and take all of that away what he did with the nxt black and gold brand which is a brand that i loved very very dearly and i still love nxt 2.0 um was just something to see and it was a (laughs) so before we come on kyle he gets on the call he's eating a sandwich he shaves his head now he's grooming his beard a lot going on i feel like because i told you about an hour ago that we were going to do this (laughs) If you wanted to get Pornhub ready, that was the time to start. Unless that was as far as you got. And now. Okay. Listen. All right. You guys listen. So without making it, you know, like too much of it, this whole like sober thing has made me super antsy. I already have a hard time sitting still as it is. And this is just how I, and look, and it's not like I'm alone in these traits. Like Katie plays with her hair bands. You're stroking your damn beard. Why can't I use my beard brush and, and stroke my shit? <laughs> you know, because <laughs> as I stroke my beard, it at least appears like I'm paying attention. But when you use your beard brush, I felt distracted. Oh, so I don't mean to distract you with my grooming habits. Okay. My apologies. That was not my intention. And if you're going to shave something on Pornhub, let's go below the waist. Not- <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, right. you guys. I'll try to fidget. Hey, look, I'll just try to fidget with stuff off camera. Okay. And I'll let you figure out what I'm doing. Beautiful. Uh, Triple H, retiring. Thoughts, feelings. Man, it it's. Uh, it, it sucks, doesn't it? It's especially, Matt, you and me, children of the 90s the this is the this this is the official end of the era end of the era you know when we saw when we saw undertaker triple h Shawn michaels in that legendary hell in the cell it wasn't truly an end of the era because they all they all kept doing their own thing for the most part but now it is it is done man sean's done undertaker's done triple h is done man it's it's uh it's it's definitely like a wake up call that like we're getting old. Um, I think the only active competitor from that time is Chris Jericho currently, which is crazy. Yeah, Jericho. Because what would you say? 90s, early early, early 90s, right? Well, Jericho showed up in WCW, so he was doing Japan shit, but he showed up in WCW in 1996. Okay, so 90. So yeah, you're talking your mid 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. That's that's also like a WWE like superstar like fame because we could you could find you could pull wrestlers out. I mean, Christopher Daniels technically is still going and he wrestled in the 90s. But I mean, like as far as like that mega stardom at like WWF attitude era. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, it really is just uh, Jericho for the most part and maybe sprinkle in Billy Gunn. Um, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, yeah, uh, I tend to forget, his, I, I tend to forget about Billy, him and his, most team. people do his, his ass boys, his, yeah. him and the ass boys, the ass family. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's a it's a sobering it's a sobering thing. Time is passing. We're all just marching towards our inevitable demise, you know. And these are these are just those sobering reminders uh, that you know life is just short and meaningless. So, well, thank you for that that bright side take, Kyle. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> God damn! Even though you're not a child of the '90s, you had a I mean, a lot of Triple H to love and enjoy and watch. So how I you did? Uh, it's weird because like. So I was born in 96. Yeah, whatever. I'm young. <clears throat> but like his pop returning at Madison Square Garden, one of the coolest things to this day. I used to have a DVD of Triple H. It was that damn good. It was like his feud with Vince McMahon getting together with Stephanie and like a bunch of different shit. And then the last thing on it was his return to Madison Square Garden. I watched that DVD, I swear to God, once a month. It was like my favorite fucking thing. <clears throat> It's like, I love Triple H. I've loved everything he's done. Like you said, his in-ring work, great. His mic skills are impeccable. What he did for NXT, I mean, it gave us another brand to love. Well, mostly love. People who didn't love it, whatever. So it's it's weird. Because I also wanted to see him have like one more match, maybe against homelander but if you still want someone to hit homelander with a sledgehammer stephanie's right there yeah it's not like triple h can't throw a punch the man just can't take any more bumps you know what we should do is we should have triple h in the ring have cody come out and says triple h can't fight have their kids hop the railing and just kick him in the dick just kick cody Rhodes in the dick just kick him in the dick perfect you know I think another thing that makes it weird, even though we all saw it coming, is just the incredible shape Triple H stays in, too. The the man, yeah, the man, you know, usually you can see people's health declining, like, through their physical, you know, their physique. I mean, The Undertaker, you know, would, obviously, like, would show up with a, with a pretty big belly at time, from time to time. Um, Shawn Michaels with with the balding and stuff, but Triple H still looked like a dominator, like a world beater. Is um, balding a sign of declining health, Kyle? Because no, no, just just <laughs> his physique, like signs of age. Like Sean, you know, Sean's Sean was really iconic with his hair. I don't really tie Triple H to hair too much, maybe because you know, I do. Like like his hair wasn't. I don't think a sign that he really got old because he he went bald fair. Like I mean, in, fairly young. Not like super young, but fairly young. He he transitioned to bald. Not as young as you and I, but no, no, no. Um, I will say my time is still my favorite Triple H theme song. Like the Motorhead stuff's great and all that, but my time, that is my shit. Yes. Yeah, and that's another thing. His themes have all been bangers. Like Uh, not so much the Hunter Hearst Helmsley blue blood theme, but outside of that. Outside of that. Him is Triple H, not Hunter Hearst Homesley. Him is Triple H. You do realize that Triple H stands for. I fucking know what it means. Okay. Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I was just saying he's still Triple. I mean, he's still Hunter Hearst Homesley. But yeah, no, I got you. Also, uh, formerly known as Terrorizing <clears throat> in WCW. Hmm? Yeah, Terrorizing. Didn't know that. I forgot all about that ship. Uh, my only knowledge of WCW happened on Apron Bump, so. <laughs> you, um, in my, in my personal opinion, you didn't miss too much. 
Unless you're like super into cruiserweights. That that was like the best part of WCW for me. I should have you watch like everything for one of the episodes that we do of Return to Wrestling. Now that we're getting into the good shit with the NWO, we're getting away from all the cheesy shit you had to deal with. I should do that. It's, it's just like a month of WCW and a pay-per-view. I can do it. So, all right. Better than me. I couldn't do that shit, man. Hell no. Last but not least for news and rumors, because there wasn't shit to talk about this week. Shad Gaspard is being inducted as the Warrior Award recipient. Kyle, you said last night that uh, they should rename the award, correct? The Gaspard Award. Yes. Yes, sir. They should definitely rename it the Gaspard Award. For one, less, um, what is the word, problematic things, you know, tied to Gaspard's name than the warrior um honestly it's it's actually quite amazing no it's not really it's not really amazing wwe doesn't give a shit unless they're gonna lose money like look at look at um the fabulous moolah battle royal you know they were gonna they were gonna hold that you know regardless of all of the you know the rape and and the the sex trafficking um they were gonna keep that shit until snickers go figures fucking snickers was was like where wwe is like okay yeah we fucked up sorry snickers you know um so sometimes yeah so honestly they're never going to lose money using the warrior's name um but yeah no my absolutely man gaspard uh is the epitome of a real life hero you know um why not man why not i agree i mean they should they're not going to but they should and shad as the Warrior Award recipient will be joining The Undertaker, Vader, and Queen Charmel in this year's class of inductees. And that's time for Vader, son. Yeah. Anybody got anything else? You guys are awfully quiet. Katie? No, that's there, there's nothing that happened this week. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <right. terrible. laughs> I'm trying to do this weird. I don't want to like interrupt you on your show. You know what I mean? Oh, don't worry. I about just want to get my jabs in there and get out before I offend anybody. Um. Well, now is the time where you guide us through uh, our weekly recap, Kyle. So where do you want to start? Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, or Rampage? Dude. Um. Let's uh let's start with with my favorite show of the of the week is going to be Dynamite. Um. Sammy Guevara uh, totally jizzed on that TNT title. Oh, we'll get there. Hold on. Hold on. We'll get there. All right. So, AEW Dynamite. Uh, CM Punk defeats Dax Hardwood. Uh, The Jagoffs have a backstage promo. John Silver (laughs) dreamt of the day he could sports entertain Chris Jericho in the ring, and he's going to get his chance tonight. Uh, They beat up Kingston, Ortiz, and Santana so bad that they didn't show up, or at least not in the immediate vicinity of where they were doing their promo because they looked for them, like, outside the curtains. Uh, Sting and Darby and the Hardys defeat the AFO. We start off with a big brawl all over the arena. Darby gets whipped and thrown down some steps. I'm surprised he wasn't in jackass forever. (laughs) Um, Matt catches a double side effect from private party through a table off a stage. Jeff climbs up a ladder to a window ledge that he swantons off of onto Bodgers. Fuck. Because that is his only value in wrestling is climbing up really high things and falling down. Uh, and Sting and Darby, who should be dead at this point, helped. Um, <laughs> poor Sting tried to counter the gin and juice, and his life alert bracelet went off. He 
fell and he could not get up. And I felt so bad because now it is at the point where I have to say it might be time for Sting to uh, retire the in-ring. This is what we saw from Taker and Kane and Triple H and Sean, even though Triple H got injured in that match where we knew it might be time to stop. Maybe it's time for Sting to stop and focus on the next generation because uh, that it really hurt me to see Sting catch him and then just like struggle as hard as he did. That was that I disagree. We at 60, what, what is he? 62, 64, 62, 62 at 62. We know that he has extreme limitations on what he can and can't do. I think in that dynamite, he just, he went outside of those limitations, trying to jump off of the top rope and into a very difficult maneuver that clearly he had no business doing everything else. He's still solid. He can do the stinger splash. If you give him enough rest, he can, he can hulk up. He can do these crazy dives. I, I think he's good. I think that that maneuver would have been tough for people to pull off at half of his age, but yeah, yes, it's still, it's, it still sucks when he collapses. Yeah. And he doesn't have the strength to stand the up, strength to stand up to while maintaining the hold that he had. Or the wherewithal to adjust and call, you know, adjust yeah. mid-move and figure something else out. But here's why I say that is because everyone he's wrestling is half his age, if not younger. And he did this trying to keep up with them, and he is not going to be able to do so. So if his mentality is that he is going to try and keep up with these guys and he can't, then maybe it's time to hang up the boots. Either you can give us what you can do in a match and let us be happy with it, or you're going to make yourself look bad. And we have seen wrestlers his age go out there and make themselves look bad. And that was pretty much damn near the end for them. And we talked about those wrestlers. Let me, um, let me at least get sting doing a Canadian destroyer. Okay. I need sting no. doing a Canadian destroyer. It's all on the other guy. You just hold on. And the other guy does the move. You know, I want it. Bad bunny can do it. Sting can do it. Okay. If actually, you know what? That's a terrible. That's terrible. Let me take that back. Let me scratch that from the record, please. If Ricky should, because, Morton yeah, can do a better. springboard Canadian destroyer, Sting can do one. That's much better. I was going to say, I feel like Bad Bunny is far more athletic and flexible at this point in his career. Hence uh, me scratching it for the yeah. record. From the record, it's been scratched. Well, All right. Um, never going away. <laughs> FTR does an interview where they basically say, fuck the ass boys in the ass. Uh, Brian Danielson and Mox, a.k.a. The Blackpool Combat Club. We are one B away from them being BBC. They are BCC. Um, they defeat the Varsity Blondes. And all I cared about during this match, as great as they are, is Julia Hart. Why? Like, she looks so sad sitting there with her little eye patch. Why is she still blind? Everyone else is already healed. Why hasn't she? What happened? Did she lose her spirit? Yes, she did. Like, what, what's going on with her? She looked very sad and emo, and I expect her next week to have her hair dyed black, <laughs> black lipstick, black nail polish, all that fun shit, because that looks like it's where it's going. Um, she also looked very disinterested in the fact that there was wrestling going on behind her as she sat on the steps and ignored it while she was supposed to be cheering on the varsity blondes. Uh, Post-match promo with Mox, where he is looking for validation from his father, Regal, who is filling the role that apparently his real father didn't give him the validation he needed. Uh, but clearly Regal likes Do Brian Danielson better. That is the favorite child in this. And we also got the name Blackpool, Blackpool Combat Club BCC. Um, 
We got an MJF promo. Wardlow wasn't good enough to beat Scorpio. CM Punk cheated to win. So one day he's going to come back and get revenge. But let's go back to Wardlow. Continues running his mouth. Wardlow comes out. Shit ton of security. Holding him back. He wrecks the first wave. The second wave pins him down. MJF says he's going to pay Wardlow to stay home and be forgotten. Oh, and by the way, no, the pinnacle's not over. We just don't hang out or talk to each other anymore. It's going to be tough when FTR are trying to be good guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, best friend, Shane, pretty Kyle. I'm sorry, Wheeler, Yuta. Uh, <laughs> in an interview for joining the Blackpool Combat Club. That is going to be really hard for me to say for some reason. I'm going to get it down, though. Um, and then pretty guy. I mean, Wheeler, Yuta says he never liked Trent anyway, which is not the right best friend to not like. If you're going to hate somebody... We, we, we hate Chuck the man Taylor. who calls himself Chuck Taylor, but doesn't wear Chuck Taylor's like, fuck yeah. that guy. Everyone else in that group is cool. You're going to hate somebody Taylor's easily the most charismatic out of all of them. I hate him. Dude, I hate his Chuck, face. Chucky T man. I hate the stupid name. I hate that he doesn't wear Chuck Taylor's, but he calls himself Chuck Taylor. I hate his dad bod. I hate all of it. I do not like Chuck Taylor. Dude. He's got such like a, 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 a a face he has a face matt a face that i want to punch we all yes. have faces <laughs> a face that i want to punch he reminds me of uh the chrisley he looks kind of like he's related to the chrisley dude from the usa show that isn't on anymore oh my god i never even thought about that yeah. kind of does oh, doesn't no. it? Yep, there you go yeah that's the thing <laughs> enjoy that have that in your Damn mind it. now um adam cole defeats jay lethal red dragon comes down for the assist cole post-match promo says Nobody deserves the TNT title more than him. And Adam knows, or sorry, the AEW title, not the TNT title, the AEW title. Both. Nobody deserves either title more than him. Uh, but Adam knows Adam is going to beat Adam for Adam's championship. And Adam goads Adam into a three-on-one, and Adam falls for it. And then Christian and his kids show up late to make the save. And then Adam steals Adam's belt, because that's what Adam does, is steal things from people now. And that's what happens when you have two guys with the same first name and a few. You're proud of yourself for that one, aren't you? I really am. <laughs> Love it. I can I can see Matt while he's on the shitter, just practicing that section right there of the recap. <laughs> uh, Tay and Sammy promo. They're pissed and they want a match. Dan Lambert comes out, runs his mouth, calls Tay a whore. Or sorry, Ty. I don't. I I still call her Tay. It's Ty Conti. Yeah. Made it clear. Uh, calls Ty a whore and says there won't be a match. And then puts the interim championship that they gave him in his mouth. And Sammy's like, hey, by the way, uh, I fucked her wearing that. And now you got both of us in your mouth. So enjoy that. And then they went on social media and showed us picture proof. Still waiting for the video uh, until I see Tay Conti getting the page treatment across that title. I'm not satisfied. Um, You okay there, Katie? I hate everything about it. (laughs) <laughs> uh layla defeats red velvet uh ref took one turnbuckle away from layla but she had another one stashed in her crotch um straight up the vagina pulled it out hit red velvet with it got the win where else would it be like it didn't look like she it was had a in her, her back it was in her ass so it was upper app oh, well i guess it was she, upper he, ass he, upper the badge. camera caught it just right down the ass crack I don't know. I didn't see it, so I'm assuming it was stashing her vagina, and I, I like that narrative better. Like, just reached down there, pulled she, it out, whacked they, it. They showed her pull it out from under the ring <laughs> and 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 stick it down her backside of her trunks. 
and then swallowed it up her vagina and then she reached back down and grabbed it just let him have this uh chris statlander attacks layla after the match while she's beating down red velvet to make the save thunder rosa interview uh vince was really 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 upset about this and wanted me to make sure that i talked about how he does not support vicky guerrero or her racist comments about thunder rosa and her green card uh they do not back vicky Vicky is, uh, as per Vince, getting her Hispanic card pulled from the community after this. But that's exactly what happens. Thunder Rosa comes out. She starts to say hi. And then out comes Vicky with the excuse me. Vicky says she's an embarrassment to Texas. Her green card is fake and she needs to go back to where she came from. Um, Also, you know, stuff about building a wall and keeping them on the other side. All the stuff she supports. Very weird. Yeah. Such odd territory to take that. Um. And I mean, you get what they were doing. They tried to pull a WWE and beat up the hometown here. They tried to give us both, right? They gave us the win in Texas, and now they're trying to give us the heat in Texas. But there's a difference between heat and racism, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was so. This like not that it was okay back then, but when they did it with Bradshaw and got heat with them it's not the same as using Eddie Guerrero's wife. Her last this. name's fucking Guerrero still. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, Nyla comes out, God. smashes Thunder Rosa, leaves her laying. And then in our main event, uh, the Jagoffs defeat Tiny Hands and Reynolds rap after cheating to win. Go Jagoffs. <laughs> and for those of you who are listening, who are unaware, Jagoffs stand for Jericho Appreciation Group of fine fellows. Jagoff. Pretty sure that's what he calls them. Uh, what are we swallowing from AEW Dynamite this week? <laughs> um, everything that's going on with the Blackpool Club and Wheeler Yuta. That is, that is hands down now my most anticipated segments, seeing who they're going to draft. Dude, look what they did with Yuta in these couple months, like plucking a, a somebody that just like any other young guy that like, Oh yeah, I know they have the utmost talent. How often do we hear that? So you get him in there with Danielson and the crowd is at a fever pitch now for him. It, like it, it feels, it does feel like, you know, if everything plays out, right, we are watching the um, cultivating of a star. We're watching it. We're watching it happen live in front of us, potentially with Wheeler Yuta, man. Um, if they if they continue the course, he could be the Randy of that group. Tell by uh, evolution. Yeah, like mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, I love that shit, man. I I love that. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of digging the Jagoffs. The the only the only thing, if you're gonna be wwe meta stop acting like professional wrestlers in the ring too. start doing the long rest holds start shouting at the ref to ask him you know go full meta with it um because otherwise there's really not anything that's defining them as sports entertainers other than that's just what chris jericho's electing to call them um well i mean 2.0 I've never had any value to me. Fantastic, though. Them coming out and being like, I'm going to go by my government name. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you're still, you're still never Never rise. rise. 
Yeah. I give no shits about Matt and Jeff, the discount Hardys, the wannabe Hardys. Don't give two fucks about them. The whole joke, though, of taking the outrage that we have of changing people's names into something ridiculous and then doing it intentionally, I think is a really good joke, man. I think it's a fantastic uh, joke. Except they didn't do it into something ridiculous intentionally. They went backwards and gave them their actual names. What are you talking about? They called him, dude, they gave him the longest stupid names. I believe that's his real name. No, but they added all the tags to it. They're not going just by their names. Fuck, what is Chris Jericho renamed them to? Jagoffs. Stop it. <laughs> I mean. I don't know. I have not been feeling Chris Jericho in AEW for a while. And this is not renewing my faith in Jericho whatsoever. No. Uh, well, <clears throat> Kyle looks that up. I am personally. Right, right oh, here. Sorry. Daddy Magic, Matt Menard, um, and Cool Hand Ang, Angelo Parker. So it's not just Angelo Parker and Matt Menard. They are Daddy Magic, Matt uh, Menard, and Cool Hand Ang, Angelo Parker. That is, that's, dude, it's so fucking meta. It's clever, okay? It's clever. Yeah. There's so many layers to, you're supposed to, Katie. I understand that, guys. <laughs> not a fan. Point. That's did the not point. pop me. He's, he's operating on so many levels. But the us. thing is, like, if I gave a shit about the people that he had in the group, even on, like, the smallest remote bit, then maybe I would enjoy yeah. it. But I don't. The only person yep. that has any sort of value for me in that group right now is Garcia. Yep. And being caged still with Never Rise. And this version of Chris Jericho that I'm not feeling is not doing Garcia any favors for me. Have Garcia leave the Jagoffs, join the BCC. So it'd be Mox, the American Dragon, Jake Long, Wheeler Yuta, I'm sorry, Brady Kyle, uh, Daniel Garcia, and Lee Moriarty. That's a fucking stable right there. But before we do that, we need to get Serena Deeb in the BCC and then have someone beat her and have her bring them on as her protege for the BCC in her okay. professor's open challenge. Yes, 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 yes. Love Serenity. The person um, I feel for the most here is Jake Hager. Poor Hager. He's just, huh? Yeah, no, fuck Jake. As Man, well. I feel for the guy. Like, he's the only one they were like, okay, we're going to split up. Uh, we're going to split up um, fucking inner the inner circle. Uh, all right, so, okay. X-Lax, you guys... Go ahead, do your tag team thing. Uh, Sammy, go ahead and 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 go do a porno with Tay Conti. Um, Jericho, we're gonna turn you into the MAGA version of Effie. Um, Jake, just keep being Jake and and just go go join fucking um Jericho. I don't know and, if you remember this when I was on your show. I said that Hager was the China of that group, <laughs> like from early DX, where he just stands in the background with his arms folded. Yep. Well, he, he needs to go fucking do Playboy or something, man, to get some hype going for him again. All right. No. Nobody wants to see, well, Playgirl, yes. and nobody wants to see that. That's a no for me, dog. No, thanks. <laughs> um, uh -uh. Since we're swallowing things that I know Katie isn't going to swallow, I'm going to swallow Sammy and Tay. Me too. Me too. I know that's one of your spits, but it is one of my thoughts. It's, you, it's I not that, that it's, like a, it's not like a full on spit. I'm just like, 
we get it you're a cringy couple we understand that but don't don't bring the belt into this i don't want to i it was well, brody lee's championship you bastards no it was not that is the interim title it is the the backup fucking whatever uh the lineage still goes back to brody though man i mean I'm not saying that like I don't want to. Amanda might have taken a cum shit across that title too. You never know. Like it it could be a thing. Maybe that's part of the TNT title tradition. Brandy, Amanda, and Tay. I'll just. (laughs) It's a fucking unspoken agreement. Gigi Dolan, if she was still with Darby when when he won it, might have got one. They were not together anymore. Well, then good. How many times have people not been together still hook up though? No, she's done with his stupid ass. Lana, Lana caught one. Oh, Lana definitely did. Though. Lana caught a fucking lot of that shit, man. Oh no. <laughs> uh, can we move on to I, something else? I, if if anyone walked around with that TNT title naked, it was fucking Lana oh, and Miro, guaranteed. A thousand percent. Oh, them. it had to have happened at some point. Thousand percent. Yeah. Um. What else are we swallowing? Uh, CM Punk, Dax Harwood. Yep. Yep, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, do match. you think we're you think we're over the whole CM Punk ring rust phase? Because that match was really good. I think we've been over the CM Punk ring rust phase for a while. Like I, after yeah. the first few matches, I feel like we were over it. I think once he started going with Maxwell, I think he was fine. I mean, he's been working, I think, a specific way, especially because he is an older guy uh, with these younger talent where he Mm -hmm. slows down, but I think that's intentional. I don't think that is necessarily ring rust, at least recently. Um, I would agree. Other than that, no, I've been enjoying, like, I know Marie Shadows can't stand CM Punk. I've enjoyed everything I've got out of CM Punk in this run, and the fact that they finally gave him, like, a feud that he wasn't just bouncing around to, and it actually stuck for a little bit with MJF, and it meant Mm -hmm. something. I enjoyed the shit out of that whole thing, and I'm looking forward to, like, if he's going to, if they're going to, if we're going to get, the for the love of Bret Hart, <laughs> FTR versus CM Punk. Uh, I'm all for it. Or if it leads to maybe FTR leaving and joining CM Punk and maybe Bret Hart, them doing something because you can never have enough factions in AEW. I think, I think, dude, FTR is just going to become a, just a, a baby face fucking tag team and, and maybe rekindle a feud with the Young Bucks. Probably. I don't think, I don't really think there's big the things AAA on the horizon. Title. Oh, sorry, Katie. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're fun. <clears throat> I was just going to say, uh, apparently, so FDR holds the AAA titles, and at Triple Mania, the Bucks, I guess, are going down to Mexico to fight them for them. So that's something with them. Are there no, like, AAA tag teams, people in AAA that can hold their own belts, that everyone in AEW is going to hold their tag belts, and World heavyweight is Kenny still the mega champion? No, no. I think he relinquished that. Yeah, right. no, he yeah. didn't lose it. No, he didn't lose it. Of course not. No. It's Kenny Omega. Why would he uh, you know, go in and lose a match and let someone beat him for a title that isn't yeah, you're a good f- friend of him? Silly, silly goose. He's the greatest wrestler in the world, right? Fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> fuck that guy. What else are we swallowing? Chris Statlander. Because, mm. mm. yeah, see, see, see. I don't know why, but as soon as she dyed her hair dark, I was all about Chris Statlander. Oh, Same I know. 
It's the brunettes, man. I'm telling you. Brunettes just hit different. I also grew Kyle, uh, Blackpool Combat Club, that oh, whole thing, that's everything. Love it. It's I love Wonder Eagle. It's the best part of, of Dynamite to look forward to right now, honestly. Wonder Eagle on commentary is my favorite thing ever. What are we spitting from AW Dynamite? Uh, that fucking eight man tornado tat, whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck I was. Dude, that was, that was awesome. No, it was not. Great, man. That was so good. I was, I haven't, uh, listen, I, I don't care about Darby anymore. We talked about Sting, which kind of hurts because like, that was like my mom's favorite wrestler too. So she was excited, but and he it just just stop just be there for darby just be his manager get in get involved there once in a while like armed anderson does and then that's fine um the hardys if they're gonna come back as a tag team i want them to just like have a run as a tag team and like do something with it i know matt doesn't even like the Hardy, so whatever um and then andrade could be doing so much more they're not doing anything with him uh, private party also a fantastic tag team they could be doing something with him and i don't even know who the other person in the match was it was botcher and bland oh god i fucking hate them too they don't yeah. do anything what is the point of this what is the point of this faction anymore the butcher went out lost all that weight got in really good shape so that kevin crazy had something to jerk off to and then <laughs> nothing like nothing at all because i know kevin's a big fan of his and his band and you know buffalo and all that good stuff yeah. but here's the thing i i agree i'm spitting it i'm spitting a that poorly faded spot with sting i didn't need another fucking hardy boys run them showing up at wrestlemania was where that all should have ended i love matt hardy but he can't fucking move anymore he can barely climb and get into the ring because he's always had jacked up knees and legs like and it's hard to fucking his, watch his lower spine is fused together yeah, like it's yeah, like hard it, all to those watch. Fucking leg drops, man. And then on top of that, you've got him cramming, you know, his not Hardy Boy's body into that tight shirt, where his guts just hanging over the belt. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. I think I, me and you might be the only people that I'm like, yeah, okay, I don't need the Team Extreme get up anymore. No. Dude, just just have some cool T-shirts. We don't need we don't need 2001, 2002 Hardy Boys anymore like i still I wouldn't be- mind i wouldn't mind a blonde jeff hardy though i always thought see, that was like one of his coolest looks was the blonde hair look i don't ever need to see jeff hardy wrestle again i have seen everything jeff hardy has had to offer in his career and all that is is falling off high shit and i've seen him fall off the highest shit imaginable multiple times through all sorts of things onto all sorts of different people some fall off a hell in a cell off a scaffold off a fucking uh steel fucking uh whatever the setup for the titan tron was really tall ladders i've seen him fall off everything he could fucking fall off he's of. fallen he's, off of a helicopter before he's fallen off of a helicopter unless he's gonna pull a giant from wcw halloween havoc and fall off a building i don't need to fucking see it malachi black did it and survived i'm sure he could um <laughs> I, I don't need Jeff anymore. I don't give a fuck about Jeff. I know people love him. Great for you. You can have him enjoy him. I'm going to fuck about AF or AHO now that Hardy's not involved. Private party, I'd love to see like break away from all of this bullshit and actually have a run and do something. Mm-hmm. Watcher and Bland, 
I was interested when they were with the bunny. Now that the bunny's not even around them really anymore, completely lost any appeal to me. The whole sort of like hired gun thing was kind of cool with MJF, except he paid them a shit ton of money and they just failed repeatedly and didn't do anything. And then since then they've been bland. Hmm. So fitting. I'm spitting that as well. Did not do shit for me. Yeah, I was not a fan. I no, I care. feel like Jeff Hardy. I understand if Jeff Hardy fans like it because they got to see him climb up something really high and fall down, and that's well, what they, he does, and that's what they love. It was more than that for me, man. I just I do like the variety, like the change of pace. I I do like the change of pace. The show had a great opener with CM Punk and Dax Harwood, and then you do the 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 demolition derby match, because um, just like over like well, it was Revolution. Their their match at Revolution honestly was a guilty pleasure for a lot of people as well. But you're right. It's very, very skin deep, though, because everything you said was correct. You know, their appeal doesn't really go much beyond what we were just given, especially in the in everybody's current state. And as far as the Hardy Boys go, I actually was saying that they probably should only do like a couple things on AW. But honestly, let them just do an indie run. Let them just do like a shares final like farewell tour across the indies with a bunch of young people that have looked up to them. You know, and um, because that way they get to be free and wrestle a lot. Like I, like I'm positive they want to, um, but also you don't have to unnecessarily put them on dynamite week after week when you really probably don't have anything solid for them to do. I am intrigued though for this Jeff Hardy dynamic that they might lean into with Sting and Darby. If they can pull off Sting being resentful for Victory Road back in Impact and turn that into something or, and then even throw Darby in the mix where he's conflicted because he's got his favorite grandfather and then his favorite like TV idol from when he was a kid and just have this weird triangle, which probably won't be done anywhere outside of my imagination. I think there's actually good stuff in there. I think there's good storytelling, not the best matches, but I think there's good storytelling to be had. Oh yeah. See, I don't want it. Cause again with the state that stings in and the fact that jeff just falls down a lot it's just gonna be two old men falling down <laughs> on top of each other repeatedly in different ways shapes and forms. that's why you do it in a scaffold match it's a scaffold I've... match they only have to fall down once all right <laughs> i have always said <laughs> well even when jeff like whenever he throws like a, a kick like a drop kick or something he falls into mm-hmm. it like it's all of his moves think of every move that jeff hardy does it all involves him falling down. His in-ring style does not favor where he's at in his in like health-wise nowadays. No. I yeah. did always say that Darby is much more akin to Jeff Hardy being his mentor than Sting. I never saw the outside of oh, I paint half my face white and Sting painted his face. I never saw a connection or anything similar between the two of them in-ring wise or anything like that that made me think Sting and Darby make sense. I have enjoyed some of the tag matches just for what we saw of Sting, but then again, tonight or this dynamite kind of, you know, reminded me, hey, no, he is kind of fucking old. And if he falls, he might not get up. Like he could break a hip in the shower and we never see him again. That's where we're at. So Jesus. Dude, I bet he was sore as fuck after that match. I bet his muscles like were fucking seized up. Here's what I, you know what? Here's what I'll accept from Jeff Hardy. And I'd even give Jeff Hardy credit for this. Let them have this Hardy boys run, but very, very soon. Like maybe if they get a 
real quick tag team title match against Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Have Jeff turn on Matt, beat Matt, and get him the fuck out of there for a while so he can figure out whatever 40th gimmick change he wants to do and figure his life out. Have heel Jeff Hardy, then take out Sting and convince Darby to turn on Sting so Sting can retire and go off into the sunset. And then you can put Jeff and Darby together where Jeff is mentoring Darby to be the next falling down piece of shit that I can hate in the future. Jesus. I mean, I, I kind of like that idea, though. Yeah, there's stuff you can do with them. It's just whether or not the, the powers that be understand what they can do with them. Just give Tony Khan a little more coke and it'll be fine. <laughs> just that's just how it's always just just give him a little bit more coke well the last bump of coke didn't do it but i swear if we give him some more coke (laughs) this this will be the right amount of coke i think that's the problem is cody didn't snort coke with tony and that's why he lost (laughs) booking privileges because that's when he does all the writing as well he's doing coke Uh... i love love that big swole came out and said that tony khan smoked her weed i love that that's an actual statement somebody has came out and uh claim nobody's surprised no no but i'm glad that it was it was you know it's beyond implication and there's actual accusation you know Uh, also the last thing i'm spitting uh vicky rare being a racist piece of shit yep that's where i was going i was we all we all we all told that out by vince do that as well and if anyone was a pendejo around here it's not dan lambert no 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 no. it's vicky garero yep i agree Dynamite overall, spit or swallow. Kyle? Swallow. He did say it was his favorite show this week. Oh, that's true. He did. Um, I'm just, I think I'm just going to gargle it to be safe. Are you going to gargle it or are you going to take it on the face? No, we're not You're playing not, okay. that game. I'm just going to gargle we, it. We now have multiple options for being undecided. Yeah, I know, but that show was weird for me, so I'm just gonna gargle it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I'm gonna swallow. I didn't hate Dynamite. Like I was sad about Sting. Vicky sucked, but overall, I enjoyed the rest of the show. So there's was... only one women's match, so I'm kind of mad about that. The... Well, it is AEW. Yeah. I know, but like it comes with the territory at this point. I know. Last rant, by the way. I was listening to Savannah say something along the lines of everyone liked the women's division when Kenny was booking it. And I don't know where the fuck she got that crazy idea in her head because the reason we have the women's division we have now and Britt got pushed was because they got rid of Kenny as the booker because he was doing such a shitty job. It has improved since Kenny was booking the women's division, but it's not where it needs to be. It's nowhere near where it needs no. to be, and it it won't be for a while. But I didn't hear Savannah say that shit, and I was like, I, I mean, I understand she is Kenny obsessed, and I think she hears things and just changes them in her mind to fit, you know, how awesome she thinks Kenny she is. Like that control her narrative. Yes, you know? yes. Oh. Uh, what's next? SmackDown, NXT, Rampage, Raw. Do you want to just yeah. round out the AEW stuff? Just yeah, knock out. Do that. You know? Rampage. Lance Archer loses to Dustin Rhodes. Archer bleeds Dustin. Uh, no one cares because his brother got him the job and then abandoned him there. So he's got no friends. Oh, wait, that's not true. Out come a bunch of children that he has 
trained who also get wrecked by Lance Archer. Um, I, I believe they're actually his illegitimate kids. And then uh, Dustin gets put through a table after losing and being bled and beaten and watching his children, illegitimate children, be beaten as well. Um, one of DDP's really hot daughters interviews Jay Lethal, and he talks about how he took all of these guys. Yeah, that's DDP's daughter. One For of real? Them. Yes. Oh, oh my shit. God. I did they not know that. All, they got all of Kimberly's genes and none of DDP. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and I love DDP. We share a birthday. Like DDP, I love him, but he, mm, no, no, they got it all is, of Kimberly's It is a genes. law that you must love DDP. Yes. What, as, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, his one of his hot daughters interviews Jay Lethal, and Jay Lethal's like, listen, I took all these guys to my limit, even though I lost matches, but somehow they're making more money than me, and I don't understand it. So, I got to figure out something new and it's like well they all signed contracts that paid them that money so maybe you should have thought of that when you negotiated your contract and not now after the fact now you know that uh fuego del sol who apparently was sammy guevara's best friend until ty came around now sammy don't give a fuck calls out the house of black on his own he's like everyone believed in me and i got my contract and now i believe in myself so you know what malachi fuck you fuck buddy and fuck that big guy too i can do this no you can't you got fucking crushed destroyed black hole sun fuego that's what we got here um dark order do decide to come out though they don't really say fuego they just say hey you're doing our gimmick better than us that's not cool and then stare at them and realize that they're just a bunch of kind of corny bitches and let the real badasses go so that they can have their match i think that was awkward because they were also coming out for a match like it looks like they're coming out to save to help out uh fuego really it was they had a match they were just like well Well, we're just gonna have to go the match weren't even with them huh it was the rest of dark order that came out i know that was were after the fact that was the weird part of this yeah it it was a weird (laughs) moment man it really was this and also oh oh, go ahead no no i was just gonna say this is this you know this is the result of look not every wrestler is the most creative person you have to understand what wrestlers you can give creative freedom to and the other ones that you still need writers for to to create something compelling you know um yeah it's and i think i think in my mind, I believe that's what that's playing out is just look, you guys go, go figure something out for yourselves. Like, okay, we're going to walk out and, and we're going to stare at them. Um, and conveniently, we also have a matchup next too. So it's fucking odd. It's so dark, odd. dark order feels like a parody of the house of black, even though it came first, it feels like a parody of the house of black. Like it's oh. a parody of its own, if it's of itself, yeah, of its, of its original inception. Uh, we got a men of the year interview. No more open challenges for the TNT title. You got to earn that shit. Uh, Dark Order lose to Red Dragon. Uh, JB and Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, come down to confront Red Dragon. And then Adam Cole steals their titles. And Britt Baker confirmed on Twitter that despite the fact that Adam is stealing all these titles, they will not be fucking and shooting babies all over these belts. Uh, it's a missed opportunity. 
uh nyla rose uh or nyla and rosa vignette uh basically Nyla's like hey yeah we were racist and we did it on purpose because fuck you guys uh they said they're gonna beat rosa where or nyla's gonna beat rosa where she beat riho and then rosa basically just said you know what fuck you hoes uh nyla then defeats maddie renkowski who really for whatever reason seemed familiar but i have no idea why uh hook gets the qt marshall participation award because that's what sleepy kids get is participation awards and then he took it and he cracked it over what's his nuts his head no one cares solo nobody cares about that guy Uh, oh sorry i forget that yeah sorry my bad what no, I was going to say, like, how the fuck was the point? Like, Hook has been used so good, like, really good. What was the point of this? He's been used so good. He is wrestling's Justin Bieber, who they wake up from a nap. He walks out, no sells everything, which I am about to get to, pins somebody, and then goes back to nap time as daddy hands him a bottle when he walks through the curtain. Uh, and speaking of which, Jericho stole my joke on air. Talking about how motherfucking Hook looks like he just woke up from a nap. That was my shit, Jericho. I immediately thought of you. I immediately thought of you. Jag off. Yep. Um, Very good. Hook hits QT's flunky with the award. And then on his way back, Dan Housing comes out and tries to curse him. And just like everything else, Hook no-sells that because it is nap time. Got to go back (laughs) to sleep. Uh, And then in our main event, Ricky Starks defeats Swerve because powerhouse hops. Uh, Keith Lee takes out the celebration crew that comes down after the match and then Lee swerve uh, brawl with team Taz as we go off air and they try and separate them. And I am all for Keith Lee and swerve Scott versus Ricky Starks and powerhouse Hobbs. Put that on dynamite, put that on a pay-per-view stop relegating that to your Friday night, one hour cast off show. Let's make this something. Yes. Have you guys noticed that? AEW has essentially done the brand split. We we have a dynamite roster. We have a uh, 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 rampage rampage roster, and the only crossover is every now and then a rampage um, segment gets enough heat to carry it over to dynamite. Nobody on dynamite's going to rampage anymore. Like it's, it's becoming very, very seldom. Like Ricky Starks is claiming, he's like, this is, this rampage is my show. It's very quickly becoming rampage is, is having its, its own roster. They're, they're, they're essentially doing the brand split unofficially now. Well, I mean, Nyla was on dynamite and rampage. That's Red Dragon was on dynamite and rampage. Oh, shut up. All right. Stop poking holes in this. All right. Look, I put like I, that's a what couple I do. Holes. I'm just... dark order. <laughs> Like, there's a few. There's I just, okay, I just meant like Team Taz <laughs> No, you're Taz right, because under the context of what a brand split now officially is per WWE lore, uh, it's bullshit and doesn't fucking work. So, yeah, no, they're doing it correctly. <laughs> they're doing, uh, it, they're doing right? it the WWE way. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. What are we swallowing from Rampage? Fuego getting his ass beat by House of Black. That poor mm. kid. <laughs> Forky got wrecked and asked for it. Begged he for did. it. He did. He really I got did. this guy's no, the fuck you didn't. Nobody I mean, believed you. I'd take a knee from Murphy to the face any day of the week. Is what it is. Mm-hmm. Alexa took a few shots from Murphy to the face before they split up. 
because she loved a pig more than him. Anyway, R.I.P. Larry. Oh, Larry. Uh, yeah, I'll swallow that as well. I, I'm gonna swallow anything, Malachi. Um, I know. I'm gonna swallow the main event. Uh, because like I said, I am hyped for Team Taz versus Swerve and Keith Lee. That yep. sounds like a damn good time. That sounds like something I would I could close a dynamite with. I could put on a pay-per-view that would pop me big time. I don't know if Tony realizes that. Um, because yeah, you know, Coke's mm-hmm. white. So so's his roster. Uh anyway. Sure. They'll they'll end up on Ring of Honor when you know that comes back. That, that that's where we'll have them. Um, anything yeah. else? Any any other swallows? No, for me, it mainly was just the main event um this just you can tell now when rampage is is pre-taped how little effort they put into it compared to their live shows like you can you can just feel the ones that there's just not as because they at least normally start you with a banger of an opening match the lull in the middle and then usually good main event to me the main event was really the only thing worth it i i just as much as i love dustin i can't I can't get into his matches. And the same thing when you pair him with Lance Archer, man, I can't just, those guys just, they couldn't pay me to get interested in them. And I hate it. Cause I don't like to say negative things about wrestlers just in general. I usually try to give people the benefit of the doubt, but I just cannot fucking get into Lance Archer or Dustin Rhodes. Like they might wake me up in the middle of a match, like the Texas death uh, match with uh, Adam page. I was like halfway into that match. Like, okay, I'm into this, but if it ain't a fucking chore to, to bring me to an enjoyment level of their matches nowadays. Um, yeah. I mean, all Lance Archer's done is won a, a pretend championship <laughs> and then Stop. lose it. Well, Mox won it first. Mox made it up, brought it here, lost to Archer. I see UP North hemisphere championship or whatever the fuck there you called. go yeah i think you had Dude, would, in there somewhere but yeah you're you right. gotta bring marie on man you gotta bring marie on um yeah no that that i'm with you that's all i'm swallowing i'm i, I don't get into archer dustin isn't doing character work and that's when he does his best work and if he's not going to do character work then i don't like i enjoyed the match with him and cody and that was probably the last time i enjoyed dustin on my tv mm-hmm yeah still to this day it was also the last time i enjoyed cody so like wow <laughs> wow downhill after that weird um spitting uh thunder rosa vignette with yep. nyla rose yep hook getting a participation award yep and no selling danhausen though i i did enjoy very much Danhausen, but mm-hmm. yeah don't don't know sell danhausen how fucking dare you go they ahead and no sell Dan all Housen the suplexes TV. you want but don't know sell Dan Housen's curse. Yeah, how right? dare you? Very nice, very evil Dan Housen, who's apparently like still injured, so that's why he hasn't wrestled yet. You know what would be fantastic though? What absolutely fantastic is if he didn't sell Dan or no sell Dan Housen's curse, and going forward, Hook becomes Sleeping Beauty, and Dan Housen's curse put him into an endless slumber that can only be ended. By a kiss from his true love. Now I don't know who that true love is going to be. <laughs> I was really, I really out. thought you had it ready. Could be QT. Who knows? It's probably going to be QT. Well, maybe, that's maybe, weird. maybe Jericho. You know. Mm. Mm. 
red velvet i don't know we'll figure it out somebody but just have hook in the back just asleep for like weeks on end he's supposed to come out for a match music plays go back passed out hasn't woke up we find out it was dan Housen's curse that put him into an endless slumber and he actually sells it by I not showing up for weeks so- Oh, happy if that happens. It's not going to. It's a great idea in context, but it's not going to happen. And that is that is something that I feel like if I was hanging out with Tony Khan while he was doing coke, I'd be like, hey, doesn't this sound really fun? And it might actually make TV. So yeah. that's the goal is to be with Tony while he's booking on coke to give him ridiculous shit to put on TV because yep. that's when he does his booking. Very good. <laughs> uh, Yeah, that's all I'm spitting. You spitting anything, Kyle? I mean, like, like actively disliked. No, I'm pretty forgiving. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I ain't really into Thunder Rose as champ, as champ. Like I had, I had feelings. It's been like, like two days. It's been a mm-hmm. week. She's had, no, uh-uh, no. And it was the wrong call. It was the wrong what? call to put that belt Are on you? her. No, 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 no. Yeah. As someone who loves Britt Baker, and you know, Britsburg. Yeah, what a horrible Brit, time to jump ship. Brit was fucking stale now. Thunder yeah, Rosa. Cool. You could have put it on someone better. No, you could There's not. They no don't build up their on the roster. You could put it on fucking Layla Hirsch, it'd be better. No, no, you're out of your goddamn mind. Also, yeah, heel Britt Baker versus heel Layla Hirsch for the T or the AEW Women's Championship. No. The brand new belt. Thunder Rosa was the perfect champion, the perfect person to take the belt off Brit, especially with their feud. Yeah, six that has months been going ago. On. It's been Fucking... ongoing for a year. What are you talking about? Stretched it out too long, man. You are out. Of I if I ever mind. listen to one of your shows and I hear you talk about long-term storytelling, I am gonna so come after you. <laughs> he did it with Reek too. He'll yell at you too. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. I, I will. I am burying this in my memory. And if I'm on your show and you're like, man, WWE just doesn't do long-term storytelling anymore. I'm like, oh, you mean like waiting a year to pay off a woman winning the championship in her hometown? Yeah. And you're like, oh no, she doesn't, she doesn't, she's not doing it for me. She no, hasn't the moment, got a the fucking chance good. yet. You she didn't get the, the chance to do anything. No, the moment was great. So was when Zack Ryder won the IC title at WrestleMania. It was fantastic in the moment, you know? And then WWE came to their senses and put it back on the Miz a day later. I'm sorry. Did you just compare Thunder Rosa winning the women's title in her hometown to Zack Ryder winning the IC title at Mania? That is correct. I cannot believe you right now. (laughs) Also, like him or not, he's the hottest thing on the indies right now. And WWE kind of maybe missed the boat with making some money with that guy. So, yeah, that's on them. Thunder Rosa is going to be a great champion if they throw out this bullshit racism. Yeah, weird. We'll it's like it's like they don't care when someone of color is a champion. You know weird. what? You know what gets me more than it's just Thunder Rosa. To be honest, I just outside of I think her match was Sheeta. Dude, I can't do like Nyla Rose in the, I don't know what it is about Nyla Rose. Like, that's just what it gets me. Like, I liked her feud with Sheeta. Don't get me wrong. But that was it. Her 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 Riho feud that she did and and even the Britt Baker stuff. I just, I don't know, man. Like, it's just weird. Like, it's this, it's been the same thing every, every single time. Like, 
I don't know. Like, I think that I think I'm more more off put by Nyla Rose in this than I am actually on Thunder Rosa. I just I just I'm tired of oh new champ. Okay, get fucking Nyla in there. To, but to the, I think that's the problem is the fact that Nyla only shows up when someone new wins the title because that, they're not booking their women more and giving them something else to do besides here's a champion. Either you're going to run up against Jade and lose or you're going to be in contention for Brit and minus they're improving. Like we've got the Chris Statlander, Layla Hirsch, Red Velvet thing. That That is a nice side feud. We need more of that with some of these top tier main event women. So they're not just sitting around waiting for someone new to win the title and then go in and be the first loss. Mm-hmm. No. And I mean, that very well, well, maybe it, it actually does feel like the TNT division. Cause I, I do feel like there's two different divisions. Now I feel like the TNT division is doing better than, than their world, their, their women's uh, division. What would you, what would you, how would you define them? Their TBS, excuse me, the TBS Yes, women's TBS. division is better than the AEW women's division. It's because they don't build up women. That's the problem. Well, well, Ritter just said it. He just said it. The, the women building up towards the TBS title, they've quietly been doing some good stuff there. Like everything with Red Velvet, Chris Statlander, um, Layla Hirsch, all of that's been good along with, you know, um, Jade Cargill's killing it, in my opinion. Like, she is she I is fucking fantastic. love Jade Cargill. Yeah. And it, she's doing great, because they go Goldberg! She's doing Basically. good, man. She's doing really good. And Goldberg then was fantastic in the 90s, too. We all loved him. The only difference here is she's actually going to train and get better and be able to put on damn good matches and I not just so. rely on. He's training with the American Dragon, Jake Long himself. She doesn't have someone like Hulk Hogan who's like, listen here, brother, you only need three moves. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do to get over. That's all I did. That's all you got to do. You don't need to learn how to wrestle, brother. Yeah. Like, just three moves in politics. Yep. I hate everything about those. Yeah. Uh, overall, Rampage, Spit or Swallow? Spit it. Spitting. I'm swallowing. I got House of Black and Swerve and uh, Keith Lee. That whole thing. That's enough. The main I'm event, just... the House of Black shit depresses me. Why? Because their next feud is fucking Dark Order. These guys are supposed to be world beaters. They're supposed to be taking the fucking AEW goddamn roster by the throat. And instead, it's been fucking goddamn varsity blondes in the dork order. That's hey, that's hey, the most hey, goddamn intimidating fucking faction you've built since this whole like bringing WWE guys in and you're just relegating them to beat up fucking people on dark. Kyle, one one thing. Uh, and I called this a while ago and Katie can vouch for it. Um, who in the dark order has a friend in a very high place right now? Would you say that Hangman Adam Page, your world heavyweight champion, is is very close with maybe one or two members of the Dark Order? I, I'm not making that, that connection. Do you but think that so. if John Silver or maybe Tiny Hands gets wrecked by Dark Order, Adam Page might not come out? Wait, who's Tiny Hands? I got to know. John Silver is Tiny Hands. It is John yeah. Silver? Okay. Yeah, exactly. okay. Reynolds Rap. Well, Tiny you said Hands. John Silver or Tiny Hands. I thought oh, it was sorry. People. I meant yeah. Reynolds Rap. Um, <laughs> I think Malachi is going to be the one to take the belts. I don't think Adam Cole's taking the belts off Hangman. I think it's going to be Malachi. And I think going through the Dark Order gets Malachi to Hangman. I hope you're right. I, I mean, that's, really... what Bri- that's what Brian did. He went through the Dark Order. 
They tease breaking them up though on on BTE, man. They they tease that they're gonna break them up. Dark Order. The Dark Order's uh, ties to Hangman Page. Well, even if they break them up, you still may have Tiny Hands and Reynolds rap leaving with Adam because they love him more than they love everyone else. So before you're all depressed that they're just beating up the parody group of themselves. Let's see. Uh, Benefit of the doubt in this case. We'll see. We'll see. Um, NXT Raw or SmackDown. Where we going? Kyle. Me? Oh, I, yeah, I you, picked the last two. Pick. All right, well, let's just start off the week, man. Oh, let's do NXT because I didn't watch it. I want to know what okay. happened. We will do that then. Uh, we kick off NXT with Carmelo arriving with Trick to talk and watch the qualifier ladder matches. Right off the bat, Solo defeats Roderick Strong. Apparently, Roddy's UK trip is intermittent because I hear he's going back. Uh, Melo and Trick are on commentary. Escobar comes out to watch. Solo Sokoa gets the spot in the ladder match. Uh, Indian Persia argue about who is over more index or Duja, uh, which is not, not, not hitting for me. Uh, Tony D defeats Dexter Loomis. Uh, Duke distracts Dexter while Indy steals the crowbar from Tony D and then Persia and Indy fight over it, leading to Tony grabbing it from her, blasting Dexter with it without the ref seeing because he ducked the the crowbar that he didn't see he saw them swing it and ducked it but he didn't see the contact so yep. it wasn't a dq uh tony calls out champa after the match who comes in from behind and hits a fairy tale ending on tony um tony needed the win here he's going into a match with champa i hate to see mm-hmm. dexter lose i'll talk about that when we get into it uh dolph and bobby have a promo electra lopez defeats the bartender fallon henley um legato brooks and dunn brawl outside of the ring area um wendy and dakota have an interview tonight dakota makes history after wendy ran down raquel and dakota's history together as the first woman or man to win two dusty titles can she do it no no she can't spoiler alert she she doesn't do it but it would have been cool uh rude loses to Braun breaker Dolph gets Removed from ringside, but then comes back after the match and super kicks Braun on the rampway as he celebrates. Indy is checking on Dexter when Persia shows up, running her mouth about how Dexter lost. And then he's like, all right, well, you said Duke can beat anyone. Can he beat Gunther? And Duke shits his pants because he knows he can't beat Walter, but he can't show fear. So he's like, yeah, 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 I can, I, I, yeah, I can do that. I think I can do that. Uh, he did not. Uh, Chase U segment, Blonbo Dallas learned all of his swears from his daddy Chase and uses them all in this promo and daddy approves and they're going to fuck up BC Bob Von Wagner. Um, Waller defeats a kid to get his spot in the ladder match. Uh, three losses or the three losers will compete next week for the final spot in the ladder match. So it will be a kid versus Grimes versus uh, whoever solo Sokoa be strong. In, yeah. That guy, not important. He's in UK now. Like, why is he even in this? Um, should have been uh, Zion Quinn, but apparently he's on level up. So he's on rampage. He's on NXT rampage. He doesn't get, well, he, was, he was on NXT kind of. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, speaking of that, 
Joe Wayne Gacy continues his creepy courting of Draco while Zion just like sits in the back and says, oh, is he still trying to fuck you? Oh, that sucks. And does nothing about it. Um, Jurassic Jim calms down Stone after he was annoyed about being interrupted last week. And then prehistoric Paul says, hey, we'll handle one thing at a time. It's going to be Blonbo Dallas first. And then a very attractive young lady comes and steals Robert Stone away. Uh, I don't remember what her name was. I looked it up. It's Camille, I think, or... I don't remember. Camilla? I'll look it up. Yeah, look it up. up. Um, Anyways, she wants Stone's attention after not getting to finish last week. And I'm going to be honest with you, Robert Stone is not the guy that's going to help you finish. So maybe pick someone else. Uh, GYV versus the Creeds. GYV says, hey, we didn't jump you guys. Uh, After the match, two probably shitty associates of Matt wreck and then deface the diamond lair and make weird threats on the Tron uh yes sophia cromwell sophia cromwell that camilla cromwell Cromwell. you were close you're close so yeah gyv loses the creeds they're celebrating and then the tron pops up and there are people defacing their locker room spray painting it i still think it's msk a lot of people said it's not i still think it's msk because they're shitty they're mad shitty kids Mm -hmm. uh gunther just absolutely wrecks duke hudson Persia looks sad the entire time, and Indy seems to really be enjoying watching this. Uh, Gunther insults L.A. Knight, and then he comes out. Gunther says Knight is all talk and can't back it up. Knight insults Gunther and Imperium, and they start brawling. And then MSK comes down to make the save on L.A. Knight to change our opinion and try and trick us into thinking that they're still good people, but they're associated with Matt Riddle, so they're not. Uh, The Sleepy Psychos lose to the Sky Psychos uh, in the finals of the women's dusty match wade says he is pimping not simping over uh toxic attraction which i enjoyed wendy saves dakota from a 619 with a pillow which i thought was really very inventive and entertaining um sad for dakota because she just they just won't do shit with her they won't give her nothing not a championship not this nothing uh somehow kaylee ray and eo though after the match think that winning the women's dusty classic means that they can take that and instead of getting tag team titles, insert themselves into the women's championship match. And WWE is just going to let that shit slide. And fuck you, WWE, for doing that. Because that really pissed me off. Me too. Then we got a big brawl and Cora comes down and gets in the fight. NXT, what are we swallowing? Toxic attraction. <laughs> Every week. Every goddamn time. I'm even swallowing the main event. Like outside, I'm swallowing the match itself. Yeah. Um. Not the ending, with you know sure. the decision. But I enjoyed the match. Like I said, say what you want about Wendy Chu. She is taking this whole sleepy gimmick and innovating everything she does in the ring around it, and making things entertaining. Finding unique ways to go about doing things, like putting the pillow up to protect her partner. So smart. All the stuff I she love does. It. I enjoy the shit out of it. Um, Soul Sokoa getting the win against Strong. Yep. Swallow Great match. match. Damn good match. Uh, Tony <laughs> D and Ciampa and the match yep. with Dexter. Uh, even though, fuck that ref for... Yeah, that... That was fucking atrocious. Like, you ducked it. You saw it. But no, oh, whatever. Yeah. Fucking terrible. Uh, Electra Lopez. 
Alexa Lopez versus the bartender. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like there was more. I mean, LA Knight versus Gunther is going to be amazing. So I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. And also, he... Duke Hudson getting wrecked by Gunther. Dude, that chop scared me. I get nervous. Somebody's heart's gonna fucking stop by him chopping it. I'm telling you. A chest chop from Gunther could break up kidney stones. Hey. Probably more than likely. I know Kyle's (laughs) got nothing because he did not see the show. Nothing, Um, nothing from his description, his amazing descriptions. Nothing's nothing's tickling your fancy. I mean, the, the toxic attraction always tickles my fancy. Um, okay. But uh, I'm more or less like, I don't know, like I, it, it's hard because like I just came, started watching NXT regularly. Believe it or not, I actually do watch it like every week. This is the first week I've missed in a while. Um, it's just such a weird show for me to watch and pick up. I do like, like, I love, I honestly, you know, my favorite person on the show is, is Sola Sokoa. Mm-hmm. I love that guy. He, it's, it's, I, I'm wondering why they are not fast tracking him to the bloodline yet. Like he, you can't separate him from his brother or from cousins, right? He's not, he's not, he's their cousin or, or is he the third brother? He is Jimmy and Jay's brother, Roman's cousin. So he is. There's three brothers. He is. He's yes. the third one. Kishi's balls, man. Yep. Hall of Fame testicles, right there. Dude, Jesus Christ, man. Fucking. It's like, dude, you have. You can't do anything else with him, other than get him to his brothers. No, I I like what they're doing. I like that they're letting him be by himself and not just being like, "Hey, you're an USO. Go ahead." Well, no, 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 no. no. I, I, like I just. That. I just meant like that's that will that has to be his graduation. That has to be like, okay, you've you've had your first couple feuds on NXT. You clearly can stand on your own as a competitor. Congratulations, you're graduating to go be with you because it's gonna. No, it would just. I think I think he's gonna be in NXT for a while, and I need him to at least win a championship. Not from Mellow though, so he's gonna have to wait a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think I think Solo needs to win a title in NXT, and then what? I also don't want to see him in the bloodline. I would much rather see him out. Like that is the one thing that I hated about the bloodline was that you started to do this thing with Jimmy and Jay, where they were against Roman and then Roman just made them bitches again. I do not want to see solo fall in line with Roman and be one of Roman's bitches. Well, I do think it would be cool to like have him be the intercontinental singles guy in the faction. I'd actually much rather see him come up and go head to head with Roman and be that outlier that the, the entire character that they're creating on NXT, which I am praying when people get called up, is now carried over, seeing as it's not Triple H's NXT anymore, and Vince mm-hmm. has more of a hand in it, is he is not them. He is his own person. He is his own thing. Yep. So let him be his own thing, and let him go against those Samoans, his family, build a story around that, about how you know they all came to WWE and they left him behind, and he had to fight to make his way in, you know, all of these things. Daddy didn't get me a job like he got Jimmy and Jay and my cousin Roman. 
I had to go and do all this shit to get there. And I'm not going to be Roman's bitch. I'm going to beat Roman's ass. That's what I was. But, but what happens when you're done fighting your family? If he beats Roman, he's made. Yeah. If he oh, goes dude, out there, he, he puts is. on it. Oh, man. You could always come back around later to him joining them, but not right away. Let him be his own person. He can go out there and Rikishi was a head shrinker, had a singles run, was part of Too Cool, did the whole I did it for the rock thing, had the Hell in a Cell matches and all that. He didn't need to stay with Too Cool. He didn't need to stay as a head shrinker. Like he can go out and be on his own. They can draft him to Raw away from the family if they keep him on SmackDown. Like there are things you can do with him, but I think that's the most entertaining story you can do is him being the one that doesn't fall in line with the bloodline. I got you. I just don't want them to play us like oblivious. Like when he so clearly resembles and sounds just like his brothers, kind of like what they've done. I mean, I'm glad that at least they're leaning into the joke with Braun Breaker now that he's a Steiner without saying it. They're not, they're not completely acting oblivious. They're just saying it without saying it. That's all I'm saying is I just don't want them to be like, who is this guy that looks exactly like Jimmy and Jay Uso and sounds exactly like them? Like just at least acknowledge it, you know, acknowledge solo. And that would be part of the thing is I don't take the Uso name because fuck you guys, you know, I don't take the Uso name. Fuck you guys. That, that would be part of that story. Yeah. But Um, that's what I'm saying. Just, just address it, like tie it in, make it canon something. I don't know if they have yet on, on NXT or not, but. Um, no, I don't think so. He gets Uso chance, but that's about it. But yeah, commentary isn't. Not that know, I've heard. No, like he's holding it down on NXT while his brothers are on SmackDown or nothing like that. You know, not that I've heard. Yeah. Any other swallows? LA Knight. Yeah, LA Knight. Obviously, I I don't know. I went back and watched one of the episodes we did, where we both were just like, you know what? I think we kind of like LA Knight now. <laughs> because when he first debuted we were just like who fucks this like we don't care like we both hated la night for real yeah oh man he's fantastic oh we, we, yeah we we fucks with la night now hell yeah ever since the war games match he, when he came in he felt like nxt miz and i wasn't feeling it but since he's turned babyface, i've oh, really enjoyed incredible. what they've done with him which is weird because miz as a babyface, absolutely sucks miz works yeah. so much better as a heel Mm-hmm. But LA Knight's working really well for me as a baby face. Yep. Um Spitz. Um the ending. Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller. Yeah, the ending. That pit. I I don't know what it is. Do they just not have faith in Cora Jade now? Or like what's going on? Because this is the second time they've added someone to a match that she's had for a championship. I mean, she's still young and green. So I know, but like super young. And it's not like she's going into a match with Io Shirai, who's going to carry her. Mandy has improved a great bit, but I would not say Mandy is a top tier women's wrestler who's going to carry carry Cora through a match and make her look fantastic. But now you've got Kaylee Ray and Io in there to help carry both of them to what should be a great match. Yeah. I know. I just don't. I also don't like the fact that you win the Dusty Cup and they're just like, hey, you know what? We don't give a fuck about these tag titles. We want to go after Mandy, which do not make these titles like you do the main roster ones. For the love of God, don't. Mm -hmm. You have tag teams in NXT. Women's tag team. Let me specify. 
utilize them. Team Ninja's mm-hmm. right there. When they're not doing Molly and EDM concerts, yes. they're right there. That's my biggest gripe is, and this is my big problem with WWE, you establish something. You win the Dusty Cup, this is what you get. And then you change the rules to fit a narrative for shits and giggles. They yeah. easily could have had Sleepy Psychos win and go on to face fucking Toxic Attraction and still had Kaylee Ray and EO somehow insert themselves into that match. They didn't need to take the Dusty win and then cancel the Dusty win to do yeah. this. Like, uh, I'm not yeah. a fan of them switching nope. the narrative of how the Dusty Cup works I'm not. Uh, to fit the current what we want to do like you you take what the dusty club is and you work around it you don't change it to work what you want it to be because you've already established it yep uh also bc bob fucking neanderthal ned get the fuck off my tv i do not care i do not care about this man fucking ancient andy i don't care anymore i never cared in all honesty get him off the tv we're working on going through the alphabet for Von <laughs> Wagner, finding all different sorts of prehistoric names for him, like prehistoric Paul. That's the goal. So, Encino Ed. I don't think we've done that one yet. Yep, Encino Ed. Because he looks like a caveman, hence Encino Man. Caveman Carl. Caveman Carl. Uh, <laughs> I'm also spitting index. Which is so shocking to me, but I, I understand l- why. <sighs> I loved the index story mm-hmm. through the wedding since the wedding has occurred. And it, it kind of got a little interesting here for a second, but I realized that ever since Dexter Loomis has been paired with Indy Hartwell, all Dexter Loomis has done is take L's. All he's done is lose. And everything that I loved about Dexter Loomis outside of this week with him drawing the picture of Walter has gone away. Mm-hmm. And he has been completely absorbed by I'm, you know, Mrs. Indy Hart or Mr. Indy Hartwell. And that sucks because I love Dexter Loomis. So kind of need them to end this shit and give me my Dexter back. You think they can, though? Yeah. Yeah. You think they can? His character, like, you know, the pre-Indy feels. It feels like it'd be difficult to recapture, like. Because if you get exposed too much, do you, you know what I mean? It's gonna it's gonna take away like the mystique. Do you feel like the mystique is gone yet? Because because he needs to have like a high level of mystique, otherwise, because you wind up look at look at Bray Wyatt, how silly Bray was before he had to transition to uh, the Fiend, just because it, it became so played out, spit at a bunch of nonsense, and then and then lose. Like Bray lost so much mystique right before he became the fiend no bray didn't Um, lose any mystique he just got booked terribly which exposed him and he lost mystique no he did not lose mystique he was just he lost so much mystique he he carried around a crussex the fuck is a crussex a really cool fucking thing it it was not cool it was (laughs) no the the booking for bray was terrible but i don't think bray lost anything i think he could have carried that character though i did enjoy the fiend and the transition I just think that they didn't, for whatever reason, have faith in Bray, which we even saw with The Fiend. Like, people loved The Fiend and he was over, and we saw how that whole thing ended. And now Bray Wyatt is no longer wrestling because of everything that went down. Like, him the losing same people that booked Bray are now booking Dexter. But they're also the same people that booked The Undertaker and booked Kane 
and booked countless other acts. The only way Dexter is going to work is if he ends it and he goes heel and he keeps, he brings back the vibe of the old Dexter, but as a heel and makes it a little more intense. That's how that works. Yeah. Intense, not index. Yes. Intense, not index. Very good. I reached, I reached for it. it was, uh, you grabbed it. You grabbed it while you could. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and the other spits from NXT. Uh, MSK, we get it. You're there. We know you fucking attacked the creeds. Don't play coy. You sons of bitches. We know. And if it's not so, them, I'm going to be really disappointed. I'm going to be if so If it's disappointed. not them, then who else could it fucking be? Um, They could have brought a tag team in from uh, NXT UK. They took all of them already. <laughs> what if it's Gallus? Well, I think they were all too skinny to be Gallus, but... Um, and it can't be Tyler Bate and Trent because Tyler Bates built like a fucking truck, even though he's small. Like, so it can't be them. It was two, it was two skinny dudes. One in the front, white. That's whichever one of match it gets. What about uh fucking uh, Mark Andrews, not Wahlberg, Mark Andrews, and Austin Powers? I wish I need. I need to get a better look at the person in the back. Yeah, Don't we I still all? think it's MSK. Just shut up, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I still think it's MSK. If it's not MSK, or if we don't, if we never get an answer, I'm gonna be pissed because I hate when they do this shit. Yeah, they just drop the whole gimmick. I'll be yeah. pissed. I'll be so mad. Overall, NXT spit or swallow. Swallow. It sounds like I would have swallowed it. I'll swallow too. All right, what I'll do is I'll let I'll let I'll let Katie swallow it and then spit it back out and I'll swallow that. Just because that's it's getting passed through, you know. We call that snowballing. Yes, I'll snowball. Out. Excuse me, I never agreed to this. <laughs> this is disgusting, man. Why do I do this to myself? I mean, um, Katie just learned what a blumpkin was, so. No, no, really? I knew. Everyone else did it. Yeah, that's true. For that's real, true. everyone else had to learn what a blumpkin. No, was. I was the only person in that Zoom call who knew besides you. That's true. So That's amazing. I figured everybody right. learns about the Blumpkin in like fourth grade. No, not not pretty Kyle or Vince. They did not know about the Blumpkin. Damn, man. They need more life experiences. You know. <laughs> um, Raw SmackDown. Kyle. Kyle is that, is you, it you just, lead it. Yeah. The guest okay, I'm, not, always... I'm not a guest anymore. I'm a co-host. <laughs> I don't I didn't know this. Like I was like, look, man, it's you kick it off it. Yeah, with Rob. Stone Cold Kevin Owens in full fucking cosplay. Music hits. Chicago loses their shit. Bald cap, goatee. Kevin Owens comes down, runs his mouth. And then the music plays again, and he fools us again for a second time. Uh, then he gets thrown the beers after running his mouth about Stone Cold, trashing Stone Cold, doing his impression. Misses the beers, calls the guy that throws the beers into the ring, stuns him, and sends him on his way. Uh, we got a Seth interview. He steals the interviews, interviewer's mic. Uh, seems to have a plan. Um, Mysterios defeat the Dirty Dogs. Miz is ringside, and Seth comes out at the beginning of the match, and his mic keeps cutting out to talk about what his plan is for WrestleMania. 
Uh, Dolph ends up super kicking Dom after the match. Ray gives chase and gets dropped by the Miz with a skull crushing finale. And then Miz steals his mask and runs off as a gift to Logan Paul. Uh, Seth then whines to Sonya and Adam. They try to calm him down. And Adam's going to see if they can find something for Seth to do. Uh, then Miz does an interview where he says that he stole the mask for Logan Paul and to humiliate the Mysterios. Omas defeats Commander Aziz and Apollo in a handicap match because apparently these guys have lost all value whatsoever. Not that Aziz ever had any outside of Raw Underground. Uh, I do kind of feel bad for them, especially Apollo. Uh, doesn't matter how big you are, he will dominate you. If you have your balls, he will dominate you. That is basically what he said. Uh, AJ Styles responds to Edge. AJ doesn't care why Edge did what he did. He just wants to kick Edge's teeth down his throat. Then he calls out Edge. And instead, we get Seth, who comes out. And he's like, hey, remember last week when I was like, KO, you're going to do this thing, and maybe I should do it instead? Well, AJ, you're going to do this thing, and I think maybe I should do it instead. And he's like, dude, fuck you. I have been in this feud. I'm going to murder Edge. And Sonya and Adam come out. And they're like, no, you know what? I kind of like this idea. Have a match. And then the winner gets to face Edge. AJ wins because Edge costs set the match by hitting AJ and causing the DQ. Poor Seth. Nothing to do. Um, <clears throat> Zelina confronts Mella about her lack of focus. Things break down. Zelina knocks Mella's phone out of her hand. Mella slaps Zelina. They start brawling. There's an indifference in the tag team champs. Then we get Live for Brutality, losing to the Scissor Submission sisters, Shayna and Natalia. Uh, Carmella fucks with Corey while he's doing his job. Corey, you need to leave her. If she's coming to your job and fucking with you, she's going to get you fired. It is time to go. That is a toxic trait. Uh, Zelina then wrecks... Uh, LFB, uh, Live for Brutality, and Mello takes out the submission scissor sisters, and then they kiss and make out. Uh, make up, make up, <laughs> kiss and make up there you go. in the middle of the ring. You're close. Becky philosophizes in the ring in a chair. The title is her world, and she will never, or, and she will sell her soul to keep it. Bianca didn't mean to hurt Becky, but Becky meant to hurt Bianca, and she will show us at Mania the answer to her question about what a man is willing to lose when selling his soul to gain blah, 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 blah. So her mind thinks in symphonies, by the way. Yes. And her mind thinks in symphonies. That stuck with me. Austin Theory loses to Finn Balor because Pat McAfee comes out, uh, counts all, after Theory counts all the ways that Pat can and has lost to him already. Special guest commentator Pat McAfee taunts Theory ringside with the most awkward suck it chant I have ever seen. He was doing one arm at a time. So, yeah, you can't do the half chop with his crotch extended, and it was weird. It was it was weird. Uh, we find out that Veer is coming, and we know when. <laughs> on the fourth, he is coming on the fourth of April. One day Wait, before, at least we're finally getting a major <laughs> Raw after Mania debut. Yeah. Uh, one day before my birthday, Veer is coming. So he couldn't he couldn't wait a day and come on Tuesday. He's coming on Monday. Um, RK Blows defeats Alpha Academy. Street Profits save Riddle from getting smashed. But then they wreck Riddle in their Bulls-inspired gear. Uh, 
and I don't know how I feel about this because they saved him from getting wrecked, but then they wrecked him themselves. And you need a heel in this feud. I just want to see real get wrecked. I don't need you to save him. Let them wreck him. And then you come out and wreck him. That would have been really fun. That would have been great for Chicago is if alpha Academy wrecked riddle and the street profits came out and alpha Academy left and then they wrecked riddle. That would have been perfect. And then street profits would be my new favorite team. Cause bulls gear plus wrecking riddle without saving him. Um, fuck my riddle. Dana and Reggie defeat the and Tamina in this yeah this is still going on uh aj and seth ends in a dq as i said edge steals mania from seth and seth loses his shit and wrecks the entire arena nexus style but all by himself because he is just besides himself though apparently uh think thankfully we waited till today because seth posted a text message from somebody that said well it said it was from vince but it was like an automated message it seemed like my people are going to get in touch with you to be in my office at 9.30 a.m. Monday morning. I saw that. Yeah. He also yeah. changed his profile picture to Vince on Twitter. It's just Vince's face. Did you not see that? No, I did not. <laughs> what are we swallowing for Monday Night Raw? That main event? Mm-hmm. Seth and AJ. It's fantastic. I mean... I was curious if like how they were going to go about it with because you can't have Seth lose clean like two weeks in a row. So having Edge come out and cost him was smart. And then him wrecking the arena, which go for him. Hold the show hostage on Monday, please. I want to see it. Are you getting Homelander and Logan Paul in one night? If I WrestleMania get, Raw. If I get both. Now I could say I'll walk out, but like I got floor seats for myself. So like I can't walk out, but like I, I'm gonna be mad. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be real pissed. Yeah. I can't do both. I can't even do Logan Paul. Kyle, are we getting Cody Rhodes on Monday or are we waiting to WrestleMania? I think they're I think they're holding out till Mania. I hope so. Um, That's yeah, much I think they're idea. holding out till Mania to, to reveal Cody um because i mean really what what extra would it offer on the go home show because you're not it's not enough time to build the feud so at, at the end of the day it's just a surprise and if you do it on raw um then you kind of ruin the wrestlemania surprise but that's exactly what wwe would do because they're scared that if cody doesn't reveal himself on raw then you might not watch wrestlemania so never mind we're gonna get cody on raw because they because wwe doesn't know how to fucking do surprises anymore here's what i want to here's what i here's how i would book it i would have vince threaten seth with suspension if he holds raw hostage have seth come out and do it anyway have security take him out and then night one of wrestlemania have seth rollins trying to get into the building and being stopped night two have him in the crowd having bought a ticket jump the rail take the show hostage and then out comes cody rhodes on night two for his match with seth that's how i would do it i mean seth has taken over shows before so he can do it again it's fine i'd be okay with it let him take over raw be better than the normal show 
You can even have Vince come out and yell at him. God damn it. I said you were suspended. What are you doing here? If I if I heard Vince's <laughs> music live again, I'll pop. It's been a few years. What else we swallowing? Oh shit. I mean the the Stone Cold segment. Oh, they're so good. I love yeah, that. Kevin I mean... Owens holding this feud on his back, and I love it. It's so good. What do you say, Kyle? Oh, it's it's fantastic. It's he baited the crowd. I would like to think I wouldn't be fooled by that, but I missed the segment, so I can't really give an honest statement. I I tuned into Raw like right as the segment ended. Um, if you didn't get baited by the first one, you would have got baited by the second one. I a thousand percent got baited by the second one. He oh, sold he sold it so well. The the shocked look on his face, him turning around ready for Austin to come out. You definitely would have got baited by the second one. Okay, loved, I'll give you. I'll I loved give you the seeing the tweets the that everyone was like, "Oh, he did it for uh, Brett when Sean did it," kind of thing. I'm like, "Stop yeah. it! It'd be funny, but like, <laughs> stop." Um, no, that was that was really good. Um, the I can't tell if I want to spit or swallow the Becky Lynch promo because it. I cringed, dude. Like. When she said my mind like speaks in symphonies or whatever. Um, but by the end of the promo, I did think it got really good. But I found it, I found it initially cringy, like where everyone was like Becky Lynch just cut the promo of her life. I don't know, because honestly, it strikes me that like whoever wrote her promo also wrote edges where he's like, My my entity or something is is operating on all synapses and and like just like this really out there, like I've transcended like like human form into this yeah. different entity type of spiel and i can't tell if i'm into it or not and i think it's i and i don't think i don't think it could ever be universally hated or loved i really feel like it will come down to the individual so um the becky the becky promo is really fucking confusing to me but maybe that's just because my mind does not operate in thinking symphonies so who knows what what does your mind operate in thinking? To be honest, like it just it runs and operates on no sleep most of the time. That's what it's a question. Yeah. Specifically for Kyle. Mm-hmm. What is this corgi doing on your screen? And how long has it been there? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Please tell me you see that too, Matt. I don't know. I see it. Okay. <laughs> There's a tiny cartoon dog sitting on Kyle's lap. Next to his microphone. Next He's a good little boy, aren't you? Aren't you, boy? Yes. Uh, Are you going to answer the question or? Oh, the corgi? Yes. Yeah. How long has it been there and why is it there? <laughs> it's, it's, I, I don't know. I fidget a lot when I'm sitting around. It's been there for a couple of minutes. I just happened to look down at one point. I'll give you okay. So it's been on here just only during the raw stuff. Okay. Okay. okay so no, it, it has not been here the whole show, and you're just now noticing, noticing okay. them. If you notice, he's giving me a little flower. That's what is in his mouth. See, there you go. Uh, okay. So now <clears throat> we're gonna we're gonna branch into hentai Pornhub with your cartoon dog. You're um, helping him branch into categories. Thanks. Speaking of branches, <laughs> I got this little guy right here too. Um, what the fuck is this? It's a bird. It looks like it's a, a bird on a branch. 
That does not. All right, look, I'll stop. It. This is not good for the uh, for the audio version of the show. I imagine. Oh, that's fine. They can go watch the video on Pornhub. Um, <laughs> what else am I swallowing? Stone Cold, Seth, AJ. Street Profits being heel. Yeah, that's pretty tough. Uh, were they heel though? I mean, I'm gonna. <sighs> They're writing a very fine line, and until they go all the way with it, I don't know if I'm swallowing. Which they probably will at Mania is when they'll finally pull the trigger. Which I hope. No, see, I kind of want... I don't know who I want to win that match now that I think about it. I know who I don't want to win that match. <laughs> I know who you don't want to win the match. I, I don't care who it. wins as long as it's not Matt Riddle does not walk out with the title around his waist. I was there when he won those titles. Bo- oh, that's not a good. No, we're gonna have to talk about that. You might not have. You might not be coming back on the show. Um, I didn't choose that. You may have manifested it with your existence. And you Ew, chose to be excuse there. you. You could have walked out. You could have been like out of support from my smacking it raw uh, co-host here. I can no longer say. It was the beginning of SummerSlam. I can I no longer out. sit in this pay-per-view. This was a waste of my money. And I was time, in and I a will different state this. enjoying my time at the beginning of a pay-per-view. There's no fucking way I'm walking out. I was going to say, to be fair, she didn't walk out after what happened to Bianca. She wasn't walking out for that. <laughs> Bro, every, I, we all were just shook. It was terrible. Um, I got to say, man, I admire <laughs> Seth Rollins' persistence on getting this match. He's uh, trying. Yeah, man. As somebody who uh, who's 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 uh, just been told no repeatedly before in the past, I can I can I can kind of relate to the man. So good on him, good on him to 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 just do everything he can. Um, yeah, what I don't else? know. I can't really think of anything else. I think it was a good Spitting. show. I just can't really recall that much. I mean, I'm spitting the whole Dana twenty four seven Reggie yep. Tamina Tazawa thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that can end now. It was it was fun for a second, not anymore. No, Dude, this no. whole this whole like, haha, they have no chemistry, but we're making them kiss on television. Isn't this hilarious? Shtick is fucking. It was dead on arrival, man. Um, uh, I was entertained the first week, the very first week, and that was it. It was mostly just like the white powder that Dana left on Reggie's face after he finally got kissed by her. And then Tazawa and Tamina got roped into that because I didn't really expect Tamina to go for it, and she did. But after the first week, I was done, and I didn't need to see it anymore or ever again. The only thing I want now is Dana's boyfriend to show up at Reggie's house and fuck him up. I mean, he probably will. I mean, is sexual assault funny when it's a woman doing it to a man? Because even though Tazawa looks like a willing participant, he still looks terrified. Like, because she's she's just very aggressive. There is consent there. There is there? very clear consent from Tazawa. As yes. a matter of fact, in almost every situation, Tazawa initiates it. Okay, okay, I'll give yeah. you that. I'll give you that. He's it's yeah, it is not. It is, and the not, segment's like, not even funny in the first place. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm spitting live for brutality losing because what the fuck? They're the only tag team in this match who hasn't won a match in the past few weeks. Poor Liv being uh, poor Liv new gimmick of Nikki Ash 2.0. Um, how dare you? She is this tag though. team is way better. At They're least, fucking 
on the low. I don't care what anyone else says. Matt agrees. At least she wears like, at least their outfits like coordinate better. That's the point. Yeah. Kyle, you know? go back two weeks ago, Monday Night Raw, Live for Brutality segment where Seth Rollins comes out and watch the way that Liv grabs Rhea and pull the, there's something going on there. They're fucking. <laughs> and if they're not, I'm going to be sad. Rhea's recently single. Maybe she's over guys. Have you seen how she pins? Are we, are we kidding? Are she we pins kidding? like she wears a strap on. That is a hundred percent for sure. I Rhea probably used to peg her ex-boyfriend. Probably. I fucking love Rhea Ripley. Jesus Christ. It's not fair. <laughs> <clears throat> you know what? I'm not even going to go there with the Katie. I'm not even going to go there. I'm going to no, let that one later. Bring anything up. Bring up later. Jeez, it's not on your show. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so fuck that. I know they're not going to win at Mania. I mean, as much as I love that tag team, Sasha and Naomi deserve that win. But, you know, they really do um, seem to be like the only credible actual tag team out of that whole women's division. Like, out of all of these, like, women's division, like, tag teams that are being, like, thrown together, they actually seem like the only one that would be, like, an actual I love how he just tries to keep a straight face, but he can't. He's got the smirk as if he tried so hard. Sasha and Naomi were a tag team already. Team bad don't count. Why? What do you mean? Why does that not count? I can't remember that far back. That's tough shit. That's a tag team. (laughs) That was a legit tag team. How did Team Bad end again? I don't remember how it ended. Fuck, who was even the third member? It was Tamina. Tamina. It was Tamina, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm spitting Omos. I'm spitting the fact that Omos might have a WrestleMania match, but Finn Balor and ricochet do not i'm spitting Mm -hmm. the fact that the andre the giant memorial battle royal on wrestlemania smackdown features a raw champion in finn balor on smackdown and also various other various other uh raw superstars spitting all of that this is how they avoid you know uh giving them that wrestlemania paycheck Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have to pay him the pay-per-view money uh, if they just put him on SmackDown. Kind of like when they just didn't put matches on DVD so they didn't have to pay him for it. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man. Ever since ever since Freddie Prince Jr. revealed that quote of like, of like revealing why Vince McMahon doesn't like tag teams, and it was so blatantly obvious because Vince said, I got to now pay four people for one match. Um, it makes all the fucking sense in the world why we're starting to get these WrestleMania matches relegated to SmackDown instead of like on a pre-show this is fucking yep. SmackDown money. <laughs> like fuck, dude. It's so evil. Oh, what you got if, Katie? If Omos has a singles match, he does on either night of WrestleMania. Oh, he so does. First and foremost, fuck WWE for that. Cause you're not going to have your two mid card. Katie. Katie. He's Let me tall. Talk. Let me talk. And He's then you can tall. interrupt me. Sorry. You're going to have your two mid card champions. I'm putting it in quotes F- Finn Balor and Ricochet. You're not going to have them on WrestleMania. You're not going to have those belts defended. But you're going to give 
Omas, who's barely good, not even, he's not even really good. Um, a singles match at WrestleMania. Logan Paul is going to be on WrestleMania. Like, what the fuck? I'm pissed. It doesn't need, like, they're, they don't care. They really don't care about them as champions. Because the last time the IC title was defended on pay-per-view, guess when it was? Pretty sure it was WrestleMania last year. So, the last time that title was defended on right. pay-per-view. Yeah, that sounds crazy. about right, because it was wrapped fucking up with Sammy. And guess who won fucking... it? Ricochet. Ricochet. Um, oh, man. Yeah. It actually strikes me. Yeah, it, it struck me as kind of odd, because I don't... I mean, this, may, this probably ended a while ago, but I still associate, like when WrestleMania comes around, I don't know why in my head, I still anticipate a multi-man ladder match for the IC title. It felt like they did Razor that consistently. Razor Ramon ladder match for the IC title at Mania. It writes itself, but they're too chicken shit to do it. Or just mm. get rid of Money in the Bank as a pay-per-view and make the Money in the Bank ladder match at fucking WrestleMania. Do like that it again. Used to be. I don't know, man. I like it as a pay-per-view. I do. I, I like ba- Money in the Bank as a pay-per-view. I, I, I like it better than I like Hell in a Cell's pay-per-view, but I don't like the fact that they've taken gimmick matches and made pay-per-views completely around them. Oh, I'm right there. No, I'm right there with you. I feel like Money in the Bank is is one of the exceptions to that rule. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I'm, the I'm Royal right Rumble is I the fucking only exception hate to that Hell in the Cell and TLC and Extreme Rules. Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber was fine as its own. Yeah, except it didn't start out that way. It started out as New Year's Revolution. Well, I know. And you could do an Elimination Chamber any time of the year on any pay-per-view, just like you could do a Hell in a Cell any time of the year on any pay-per-view. We'll have it to see what to its it, own thing. What it is next year if the belts truly are unified and, and go year-round because, you know, Hell in the our, uh, Elimination Chamber was just their easy out to determine whatever title the Royal Rumble winner is not going for. All right, guys, we have to get to SmackDown because we are already on a very long episode. And we still got one more show left. So Monday Night Raw overall, Spitter Swallow. I'll swallow it just because I didn't actively hate it. And I feel like that's a win for Raw. Mm. I, no, I'll swallow it. KO and Seth did great. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'll swallow Raw, which been a very long Rare. time since I've swallowed Raw. Um, SmackDown, we kick it off with the Brock interview. He can't touch Roman unless provoked, so he's going to wait in Roman's locker room for a good provoking. And while doing so, he is breaking all of Roman's shit slowly throughout the night, waiting for Roman to show up. Uh, Shinsuke defeats Jimmy Uso. We got a pre-match brawl beforehand. Uh, we got a Drew interview. Corbin sucks, and Drew is going to beat him. And then we got a package about Baron Corbin. Uh, Madcap Moss tells a joke and Corbin doesn't laugh. Apparently this is the second week in a row, but I pay so little attention to Madcap Moss that I didn't even know that this was going on. Uh, Rich Holland loses to the returning King Woods, baby. I was so mad about this match thinking we're going to do Rich Holland versus Kofi again. Couldn't have done Ridge versus Butch. No, we got Xavier Woods. Good on you, SmackDown. Uh, Kofi throws his curve, says that Ridge's opponent is from the New Day, and it will be King Woods. As I said, King Woods gets the win. Uh, Roman doing press from his car because apparently he's scared shitless of Brock. 
lying, saying, oh, I've just been running around town doing errands, not like SmackDown's on or anything, or I have anywhere to be. We went out, we had dinner, we did all the shit, and Brock better not be in my room when I get there. Okay, that's why you didn't go to your room. Uh, we had a Ronda promo. She won't take the title. Char will give it to her after she makes her tap out. There is no need to say women's. It is just the SmackDown title. They don't designate it for men. Why designate it for women? Call Charlotte out, but Charlotte didn't show up tonight. She is live on the Tron from an undisclosed area. Uh, Rhonda knows, says she knows who she is, a sadist who likes breaking bones. That's not what she said, but she basically said that in a very long roundabout way. Uh, and then Rhonda would be Char's biggest win, but Charlotte will be just another number for Rhonda that doesn't matter. Uh, then we got a Brock interview. Says he's not leaving, and Caleb better tell Roman that Brock is going to hurry up and run out of things to smash, so he better show up soon. Ricochet loses to Angel Garza thanks to interference from Humberto Carrillo, even though the match was announced that it was going to be versus Humberto Carrillo, and then they gave us the match anyway because Ricochet was pissed. It was a championship contender match, so technically Angel qualified, and Ricochet's like, no, fuck that. We're not doing this shit. Humberto, bring your bitch ass back down here. And then Humberto gets the win, thanks to Angel Garza. So Ricochet's Intercontinental title run is off to a damn good start. Uh, we got a Sammy interview. Then Theory comes out, goads Pat into a chase that ends in Vince's office because Theory is a little bitch. Uh, Sasha versus Rhea versus Zelina starts out with a big brawl. So all of the tag team partners are moved from ringside. And then Sasha taps Zelina. What? You forgot to say Shayna was in that match too. I only heard you say Sasha Zelina. I said uh, all the important people. You're an ass. <laughs> Paul and Roman arrive with 20 minutes left in the show. Paul says he feels sick, but Roman's like, don't worry, we'll be fine. But Brock won't be. Instead of going to the room where Brock has been waiting for them, they come out to the ring. Cut a promo, Roman runs his mouth, calls Brock scared, says he's dumb, while Brock takes a pickaxe to their SUV. Roman's like, that's okay, it's cool. You're still scared, you're still a little bitch, and I got plenty of SUVs. I'm the tribal chief. I got 40 SUVs. I don't need that SUV. Then Brock's music hits, and then Roman starts shitting himself. Brock comes through the crowd, security comes in, makes a blockade, and then Brock pulls some fucking ninja shit and does a flying kick into security, starts beating them with a chair while Roman and the bloodline run away like the cowards that they are. And then Romo cut a, Roman cut a promo because Brock's segment went too fast and they had like an extra two minutes to fill. <laughs> yeah, from the safety of the back room, uh, Roman runs his mouth. What are we dude, swallowing? Dude, fuck this show. Smackdown actively actively pushed me away from wrestlemania almost the entire fucking night this show was so terrible was worse than any you know it was worse than fucking rampage on the fact that it was actively bad where rampage was like mediocre this show even the good stuff they fucked up they announced that Xavier Woods is there. And then, oh, who's the new member of the New Day? Well, you fucking just told us he's here. Bring him out. And then, so you spoil a surprise at some random episode of SmackDown. And he gets like a fucking 40-second roll-up win. That may have been like the best thing on the show. 
Ronda Rousey, I honestly just feel bad for her anytime that you stick her with a fucking microphone now, because it's just you, it's, she is a huge star. You've had all this time to fucking research what she's good at, what she's bad at. And all you're doing is like, Hey, just keep doing the shit you're bad at. We don't understand what's wrong. Everyone will come around. Uh, the fucking, you already said it with Ricochet. Um, fucking thanks. Thanks Ricochet for losing twice on the same night. Can't even try to look strong by at least beating one of the two cousins. Um, and then look at this. We, the main event, Roman Reigns, who's intended to be like the fucking God mode, a, what we've built him up. And somehow in the last like three or four weeks, we've undone all of that dominant momentum that he has had built up over this entire year. And now he's just a chicken shit heel like any other fucking champion uh, that's gone against Brock Lesnar. They've, they've actively just sabotaged most of their fucking feuds to make them just like fucking irrelevant, man. I don't understand like how they tripped so hard on this with, with WrestleMania literally just a week away. Kyle, I I have a question for you. Yes. Was there a swallow in any of that? Hold on. No. Fuck no. I'm sorry, man. It, it was I know you asked for the swallow part, but it was just I'm sorry, man. It was just on my mind. Well, the show really fucking made me mad. This that's week. not where I was going. I was just going to say, well, Kyle spent the whole show, maybe possibly swallowing Xavier. See, I missed the whole Xavier thing where they announced that he was there that night. So I was yeah. generally excited when he came out. So I didn't have that uh, where I'm at is. I disagree with Roman Reigns, and I'm actually swallowing the whole segment with Brock and Roman Reigns because Brock Lesnar isn't just some other guy. Roman has always in this tribal chief role been wary of that. That's the entire story they've been telling this entire time with the turn of Paul Heyman or the fake turn of Paul Heyman. And all of these things that have been going on is Roman is and has been always actively scared of this version of Brock Lesnar. And the more he taunts him, the more scary and ass kickery Brock is getting. So Whereas it, Brock Brock Lesnar in WWE lore, Roman can say he's on God mode. Brock Lesnar in WWE lore is a god. He was the first man to defeat the Undertaker at WrestleMania. He was, you know, all the undisputed champion that defeated The Rock in his rookie year. He smashed and beat and crushed and destroyed everyone. He is the conqueror. He is, you know, everything every wrestler aspires to ever be. He that is who Brock Lesnar is in WWE lore. So it only makes sense that Roman who has smashed every regular wrestler on the roster now running up against a man who rips doors off cars, breaks things with pickaxes and just puts his feet on a table and a table crumbles underneath his almighty ballsy badassness would scare the shit out of Roman Reigns. Quick so question. I'm actually swallowing that. Thank you. Was he trying to fuck Kayla? At one Aren't point, he said something to Kayla. I think he was offering her a drink. I, I didn't hear all of it, but I thought... I, he, he, he offered he her asked, shitty champagne. And uh, moldy or Ron rotten or mold. grapes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So I didn't I didn't hear that. All right. I, 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 felt like, I felt like he was hitting on her when he's like, 
hey, Kayla, I'm running out of things to smash in here. You better go get Roman Reigns. That felt like <laughs> you're next. <laughs> That's what I heard. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, yeah, like Cowboy Brock hit different. I've been saying that. Now he's Ninja Cowboy Brock. Come on. Can't be beat. <laughs> he's elevated again. No, I love yeah, oh, I love sorry, yeah. with it. Yeah. Like, it makes sense. Roman can act all high and mighty, but everyone's a fucking afraid of Brock Lesnar. He is the beast. And also, if you think about it, ro- everything Roman's done, he's done with the assistance of Paul Heyman and the Usos. He has not actually really smashed and beat anyone by himself. He won that universal title against Braun and the Fiend by coming in mid-match after those two had destroyed each other to take mm-hmm. the win. He had Paul's help in beating Kevin Owens. Like everything he has done, he has not done on his own. He is not the badass that he comes off and makes himself out to be and wants everyone to believe he is. And we all know it, which is why it makes even more sense that he is terrified of Brock Lesnar, who is everything Roman wants to be. Everything Roman is pretending to be in the scenario in flesh and blood. Yep. Uh, I'm also swallowing Xavier Woods, and I'm going to swallow the women's fatal four way. Me too. Yeah, That's the good. fatal four way wasn't bad. It really wasn't. That that one was actually pretty decent. Women. Uh, it, it was a it. That was a pay per view caliber match, though. Like, I mean, as far as like the 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 matchup, I really wish yeah. like that match was given more time and the proper due. But it it was yeah for everything that was we'll on the see, show. We'll see. We'll see it next good. week. <laughs> yeah. Basically. I feel bad, man, for Ronda. Like they just how how do you get such a megastar and misuse her? Like Ronda's fucking trash, and she has been from the jump. She was only in UFC because she was the only female. She's she Ronda has a lot to offer. It's just it's like like I said, it's WWE's like bad habit of. Of like you know like because what how's the saying go is you 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 hide the the weaknesses and you shine a spotlight on the strengths and with Ronda they just they do the difference her strength is in the ring I'm not saying she's the best wrestler in the world but she 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 can be pretty flashy in the ring and do some fun stuff uh, but that's just not what they want they want all this fucking character work from her when it's like dude we saw her you, go back and watch her fucking tough enough season you know what you're getting and it is not appealing to people when you stick a microphone in that chick for fucking week after week man i don't know i'm gonna agree with kyle and the the point i'm gonna make is when you saw ronda rousey stare down stephanie mcmahon with the rock at wrestlemania and the reaction you got or when you think back to ronda and kurt versus steph and triple h and what we got out of that Ronda has value. Does Ronda have value as a singles competitor in a women's division? Probably not. But as an attraction for WrestleMania in high profile matches, possibly against guys, maybe a top tier star like Charlotte, if booked properly, not I run the Royal Rumble and I'm going to cut promos, even though I can't talk. The way they've done it has been a disservice to Ronda. So on this point, I actually agree with Kyle. I do think Ronda does have some value. I just think they've done a terrible job at showcasing why Ronda has value and made us not care. And it started with 
the last time she went to WrestleMania and they botched that whole fucking lead up to that triple threat by adding Charlotte and convoluting it and making all of us hate it. And now we're it's here. It's almost like Charlotte and Rhonda are terrible together. And yet here we are again. It's mm-hmm. a Vince wet dream. By the way, I thought of the t- name or the title for this episode. Championship money shots. That's fantastic. Oh man. Oh man. No, I like I think I think Rhonda, like, you know, in um a different time, it wouldn't work now just because of the Roman stuff. But a heel Rhonda booked with Paul Heyman, just I, I that right there would at least give her a way better potential, I think, on TV on a on a more frequent basis than than what we're getting. Like I agree. Um, uh, you could really give her any manager. You could, you could have given her Zelina. Someone that can just talk for her, man. Yeah, anyone that can talk. Literally anybody else. Anybody else in the company can talk, except her. Fucking give her, like, Joe Gacy. Stop. I'll take it, man. No. I'll take Joe Gacy talking for Rhonda. Stop. No. (laughs) Yes. Ah. Veto. See, I'm spitting Uh, everything Charlotte and Rhonda, because that's fucking disgusting. I'm right. Everything Charlotte and Rhonda. Everything Baron Corbin. True. Matt oh, Moss. yeah. What? How did we find ourselves with fucking Corbin and goddamn McIntyre as a headlining? Well, just as a as a match at WrestleMania. This is a SmackDown throwaway match that we've gotten time and time. Because Corbin's just ducked him this yeah, long. Dude. That's the only reason. I hate to say this, but I think it's time to let go of Corbin. I was a fan of the Lone Wolf character, but we have seen now time and time again when you put Corbin into situations with a top-tier star, Corbin is not delivering. I don't know if he's delivering for Vince, but he's not delivering. We saw what happened with him and Roman and all how that played out and how awful and terrible that was. The only time he was really entertaining was when he was a non-wrestling constable figure or when he was broke-ass, bum-ass Baron Corbin. Bonus Baron Corbin. Now he's in there with Drew, and this is fucking flopping. And Drew is a top tier main event star. Corbin does not have what it takes to carry the heel side of a feud with a top babyface and make it entertaining and interesting. I I blame the writers, um, but yeah, either combination. Like yeah, he is he has come up empty handed every feud as far as how entertaining it was, you know. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think, I think, I actually see the potential in Corbin, but he strikes me as such a Vince McMahon guy. Like Vince fucking loves him. I mean, Vince went on and said, what did Vince say? He said that he thinks like, uh, he, I think he said at one point that Corbin was like the best looking wrestler on the, on the roster. Like Vince fucking loves this guy. So of course the writing that Corbin gets caters to Vince and Vince alone. And, and that's why you get like dog food segments and fucking the obnoxious shit. Because, dude, the bum-ass Corbin stuff was good. The bum Corbin stuff was really good, man. Um, It ended way too soon. And then, yeah, Yeah, and then then we fucking got Happy happy Moss, or whatever his name, Madcap. And then that's what they turned into it. You just laugh obnoxiously. And I'm spitting Ricochet, losing twice in one night. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that now it's a triple threat for the IC title on WrestleMania SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, not on WrestleMania. I really give up. Re- I really give up. They thought, hey, you know what? If we just put WrestleMania at the beginning of everything we do, then it's still WrestleMania, right? No, no, the fuck it's not. It's still 
the lead up to WrestleMania. It's still Raw. It's still SmackDown. It's not fucking WrestleMania, and it doesn't make the matches any more special. SmackDown, spit or swallow. I'm spitting. I know Kyle's spitting. I, 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 I'm going to spit it. Yeah. I'm going to take it on the face. Fair. I really enjoyed the Brock stuff. I was happy to see Woods back, but it wasn't enough to end the women's match. So, like, half the show I enjoyed, but the uh, the stuff that was bad was really bad. Did Did y'all pick up on that? They're not their uh, commentary actively avoided calling him King Woods or King Xavier. I saw someone post it on Twitter, but I didn't notice it during the show. I did. Yeah the on, the only reference to him being King Xavier, King Woods was his Titan Tron, but they they made the his, point his nameplate and his gimmick like gear yeah but but commentary you know what you know what like the higher ups are wanting to do because they filter it right right through commentary uh just like just like the like the stupid shit with butch which i'm not mad at the name i'm just mad that they get they are so scared of acknowledging it like all they could say is he used to go by another name like, dude, he was your longest running fucking NXT or, or UK NXT champion. You can at least say we used to know him as Pete Dunn. He's now known as Butch. So, I yeah. mean, yeah. And so in that context, I, I think that they're they're already done with the King Xavier stuff. I, I think they're they're just they just slept on changing his Titan Tron shit in time. I agree. Uh, Kyle, your favorite show of the week you said was Dynamite. Yeah, Dynamite. NXT. Katie? NXT. NXT. I love me some NXT. I know you do. Uh, yeah, I'll go in. Uh, you know what? Instead of making it two to one, I'm going to make it a three-way split. I'm going to say Rampage was my favorite show this week because I got Keith Lee and Swerve and I got House mm-hmm. of Black wrecking Fuego del Sol. Wow, look at you. And Dan Housen. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll divide it this week. Um, Kyle, please tell everyone where they can find you, the Smacked Raw crew, and what you guys do over there. Yeah, man. So, um, uh, Smacked Raw, is, it's a collection of podcasts I personally do, the Rewind, um, on, uh, on Sunday nights on Twitch at 9 p.m., twitch.tv slash SmackDraw. We recently just cracked uh, top 120 podcasts in the United States on Apple Podcasts. We're really proud of that achievement. Um, you can also find various other shows like the Bammer Slammer and uh, Botch Spots and Chair Shots. Um, if you're also listening, uh, you want to listen to Bama Dave and then Will Gray um, as well. Otherwise, you can check out my stupid videos on um, YouTube, the 10-second uh, reviews on the spot. Have you guys seen them? Yes. Yeah. You have seen him, Katie? Oh, yes. man, that melts my heart, man. Um, Which is why I'm yeah. giving you shit for the Thunder Rosa stuff, because you even took it back. <laughs> but still, I did too, didn't I? Oh, yeah, yeah. damn it. Yeah. Continuity. Um, but yeah, yeah, check us out. Uh, uh, subscribe, fucking hit the notification bell. All that all that fun YouTube and and, and uh, uh, online uh, lingo bullshit. Um, also follow us once again on Twitch, twitch.tv slash smackdraw. Katie? 
<clears throat> you can follow me on Twitter at KatieRasslin13. The link tree in my bio take you all things She Lead Showcase. Twitch.tv slash She Lead Showcase. Typically Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We have a YouTube channel. Go subscribe to it. You can see all the videos we have over there. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, if you like to listen to your podcasts. Uh, she Lee Showcase is the weekly recap. It's me and my co-host Savannah do. Inside the Mind of is a interview series I have with other podcasters. In the Crowd is a collab series I have with other podcasters as well, but now we're making it a game. Thanks to Matt. Uh, and my co-host Savannah has a New Japan show called the New Japan Takeover. So if you like any of those things, check it out. And as always, you can find me at my readers at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R on Twitter only, Twitter and Instagram, Smackin' Raw Pod. I run the Twitter events, runs the Instagram, Facebook.com slash group slash Smackin' Raw, Facebook.com slash Creation World. Creation World is the banner under which the Smackin' Raw podcast exists. You guys can find them at creationworld.com and on Twitter and Instagram at the Creation World, T-H-E-C-R-E-A-T-I-A World. Uh, also, very soon you will be able to see me with the Smackin' Raw crew on the Rewind and on Botch Spots because two of the three shows I am not blackballed from uh, but one of them I am, so you'll never see me there. It's okay. Other than that, for Kyle Tyson of the Smack Raw podcast and Katie Kinsey Bebe of the She Lead Showcase, I have the patron state of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter. And tonight, we are Smacking It Raw, the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. What are you doing?